Oh, Golden Globies, peace sells, but something, something. I'm Who's buying? buying? Who's buying? Who's buying? We ain't buying this movie we're doing this week. Is this an Elvis and Costello bit? Wait. What? Elbit and Costello? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Elvis Costello for a second. This is an Elvis Costello bit, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is an Elvis Costello bit. Welcome back, everybody. Elvis and Costello here with another beautiful movie. Okay. Is there actually Dolph fans out there? There are. I see them on the twits. Uh, what? How? How? I don't, I don't know how the Dolphins do it because I want, I've, I've gone on record. I want to like him. He's a Swede. I'm Swedish descent. I want to like this guy. I don't hate him. I don't I'll go that far. I don't hate Dolph. I don't get him. I don't. There's certain actors. I, uh, your mom's gonna hate me for saying this. Kevin Costner's one of them. Okay. They're so bland yeah. that I think you can project whatever you want onto them. Oh, I they're think, gr- they're like a living green screen. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I think that's what some people like. I think that's Dolph fans are because I don't see anything when I see Dolph. It's just he's wallpaper. He just blends in. Yeah. I don't. He yeah. looks good. Uh, he's very much like I he, can't, he, I'm trying to relate him to a NWA wrestler, but I can't think of Hager, one. Hager? Hager? Is that his Who? name? Jake Hager? Guy oh, Jake Hager? Big blonde guy. Oh, yeah. I guess well, so. Well, they have the same thing. They have no personality. That's what, I mean. Oh, he's this gone is now. The, this is the thing. That, good. Um, he has the look. Dolph definitely has a look. He's, he's like look. seven feet tall, yeah. four inches from the ground. We learned that from Little Tokyo. Of course. Um, that's what he calls Dick, Little Tokyo. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the thing, then the Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger has charisma up the ass. He exudes it, even though he doesn't. He's not a great actor. No. Dolph has no charisma. Yeah. Jean Claude has charisma. You look yes. at him. You want you, when he sees on the screen, your eyes go towards him. He uses little baby words and everything. He says things like "You are not enough strong," but <laughs> right. it's just, he works it over with his nice little styled <laughs> hair to the side in every movie and his weird wardrobe and his Euro right. fashion. It works, but for some reason with Dolph, they try to take him away from being the big heel that he was in fucking Rocky, right. and it never worked. For us, so yeah, far. For us, so far. For, so far. We, uh, we were just talking about this. We, I think we, were, we did enjoy the Punisher movie. Yeah, that was okay. But the other ones we've seen, we're just like, we're not, we're just, we just don't get it. He wasn't playful at all from what I remember in Punisher, though. No, not he at all. He was a weird dude hanging out in the sewers. And naked I'm, in the sewer. Yeah. I'm all about naked sewer life. <laughs> yeah. And he had a fireplace. A he was nice a chud. Fireplace. He was a chud. He was a chud. Uh, <laughs> what was that saying for again? Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. <laughs> what of Murray's favorite movies. <laughs> I like that you brought up Arnold, though, because uh, last week we went into the fact that we've been watching modern shit, and this is not a modern movie. This is a 70s movie. I, was watch- I had to wash the taste of this movie out of my mouth. So I watched a movie called Hercules Walk. in New York? I didn't watch Hercules in <laughs> okay. New York. He was uncredited in it, but yes, I am going to bring up Arnold. Yeah. He was in a movie called The Long Goodbye. Okay. Very good movie. Hard-boiled detective, you know, noir shit. Okay. Guys constantly waking up, smoking cigarettes. Like, I, I've never smoked in my life, but there's something about a detective. He's got to smoke. Got to yeah. smoke, yeah. like, at a rate where you're like, guy, you need to calm down. So there's a scene where he is being tossed into a mafioso house, and they're like, we're all going to get naked and tell truths right about now because I need to know where my fucking money is. And then this giant lurking guard comes in the background, and I was like, I recognize that that quaffed hair, quaffed hair. How did you say quaffed. that? Quaffed hair. It's like I'm pretty sure that's Arnold. So everybody starts undressing. Like two people take 
unbutton their shirts, and then the background is Arnold completely down to bikini briefs. I was like, yeah, that's fucking Arnold right there. It was beautiful. I had to go look it up on IMDb. Was that just he just came out in his briefs and then a lot. Just he he just undressed. Very brief. Uh, he had a very brief cameo. Well, not a cameo because he wasn't a star yet. But yeah, it was very cool. I was like, "There's Arnold, yeah. looking great with his." He had it that um, that bowl cut almost, but he always, you know, tossed it to his side, so it yeah. wasn't like a the proto JCVD. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was my cool sighting. So, anyways, movie not so good, not so good. But uh, this is really hard for us because I mean, Murray, we've been talking about some missives since Ilsa came out. Yeah. And our main characters in this movie, I mean, if you count Diane, too, she's a total simp for fucking our main character. Yeah. Okay. I don't get it. And then you've got Dolph acting smug as fuck, and it's like, I don't get that because he doesn't pull it off very well. And then you've got his partner, Smith, who's a complete submissive to fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Jake? Yeah, Jake Kane. Was he uh, the inspiration for Agent Smith from The Matrix? The Matrix? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you can tell. He reminded me of, oh, God, I can't even think of his name, but he didn't have the same attitude uh, from Twin Peaks, the smaller agent that's always given the Twin Peaks sheriff's uh, shit. Well, Smith is, uh, I think the guy's name is Brian Benben. Mm-hmm. He was on, the only thing I ever saw him in, there was a show on HBO in the 80s called Dream On. Okay. Awful show. Awful. But it was one, you got to remember, this is pre-internet, so it was one of those shows where it was about a guy, like a boring guy like him, who would have these like fantasies, but you would see his fantasies. Oh, yeah, okay. So you would watch it because there'd, go, there'd be like three seconds of tits in the episodes because oh, yeah, there was right. no porn. It's in those you know? days. Yeah, those days. We get days. three seconds of tits in this movie. So you just sit through it, we get more. They, they're ogling the one stripper in this movie. Well, Smith is. Yeah. Yeah. Jake doesn't give a shit. Well, have you seen tits before? Have you seen tits before? Good one. Nailed it. Yes, I have. Not like these. Wow, wee wah. Yeah, because they were pretty rough, I thought. <laughs> they were very rough. Maybe that's why he was staring at them so long. He's like, yeah, man, he's like, breast surgeons just don't are doing it these days. Yeah, what, what year did this movie come out? 90. 90. I saw this in the theater. Um, only thing I remember about it was the CD gun thing. The, the yep. shoots out the, the bad guy's thing. That's basically it i yeah. was sh- i did not know this was a christmas movie if i know we would have done this in december yeah, yeah. so uh, sorry this is a belated christmas movie now there's the argument now fuck die hard i i come in pe- i call it i come in peace i know the rest <laughs> of our international people know it as dark angel because the rest of the world it was known as dark angel makes no sense what the fuck there's oh, there is one angel in this movie we'll get to later yeah, that's yeah, yeah. assuming that's what they're referring to yeah but the main line for the bad guys, I come in peace. It's a perfect name for a movie. I know. I like that movie. I, I, I like that movie. I like that title. I thought it worked better. I mean, the only... Millhouse! Sorry. Got to keep her out of her crotch. Okay. Uh, Stop eating your peach. Exactly. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I really don't like that. Let me get the mic up to there. Can you hear this? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where were we at now? God damn Talking it. about I Come in Peace. I come. The I really like that name. The only thing, if anybody tells me if they walk away from this movie remember anything about Dolph Lundgren's character, you're fucking lying to me. I remember that he was gone for eight days, and we'll get into that. <laughs> All right, Murray, let's move on. Oh, okay. I want to point out also, because okay. we, we don't do this. This is... Our show is very, if you know, if you, you know, as you know, this very stream of conscience. We don't plan anything. 
And there's a connection to this movie to our tippy tap we're doing next week. Mm. Because the guy who, guy who did the music for this, Jan Hammer, mm. did the theme for Miami Vice. And we're going to be doing a Miami Vice tippy tap in the next few days. Look for it on Sunday. Holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, 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 it's, it's just... Yeah, there's connections. This there's is the QAnon of podcasts. There's so many connections. Except we actually give you the connection. Yeah, we, don't, we don't ask real. you to do the research. Yeah. We do it for you, These everybody. are real. Murray, I need to ask you a very serious question. There's a couple serious questions happening okay. right now, okay? So let's put on our serious hats, serious uh, monocles and everything. Now, I have to say this character, Jake Kane, despite his beautiful Scandinavian features, yeah. he's going to disappoint Ilso. Jake Kane has small dick energy. I thought you just said he was smug. That kind of negates the whole small dick energy vibe. I don't think I don't think it, it, he could handle that pressure situation the same talk? way Wolf did. Are you? I do you think that's the same thing with his little Tokyo character? Yes, it's all a ruse. Like I think it's well, all usually it's the people that talk the most are the, like like people who talk how good they are at fucking are usually awful. Mm-hmm. No, he reminds me of a thirteen year old. You know yeah. when when kids are just starting to like. Maybe feel out some women and everything. Maybe touch a breast or two. The sandbag. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he's the type of guy who carried that into his early 45s and was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good with a few women. He's that guy. Oh. Dolph Lundgren. I, I, I can't argue that. I think you're right. So despite the, like Ilsa would pull him out and be like, holy fuck, I'm going to climb this yeah, mountain. She, by looks, you go, this is the Aryan Superman exactly. that you're talking about. And then no. when she undoes the pants and it flops out and hits the ground, you think she would be losing her mind. But then the disappointment and the fact that she's getting all the way up there. It's like when they tell you about Chick-fil-A and how good it is and you bite into it and you're just like, it's a chicken fucking sandwich. <laughs> I still that, haven't had one, so I don't that know. That is her Chick-fil-A. Dolph Lundgren would be her Chick-fil-A. Dick-fil-A. It'd be her Dick-fil-A. <laughs> Dick-fil-A. All right, and let's bring it back to our character Smith and Jack She wouldn't Kane. even need to castrate him. He has no balls. Exactly. All dick, no balls. I agree with this. Yeah. That's why I came with the question. Yeah. Okay, one other question. Cop-related. We're bringing it back. Last cop-related? week. Cop-related? Cop-related. Oh, I <laughs> Cop-related. That's, that's a new that, word. Yeah, no, that means fucking. Copulation. Oh, Copulation, really? yeah. Oh. Coitus? Yeah. Oh, Okay. So I'm bringing it back. We talked about a certain Tiger Cage situation last week yeah. and the creativity of cops, what the cops would do last week. We had uh, uh, the, a ball sack shooting the tiger, of course. Don't remind me of balls. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shooting the tiger, of course. If you oh, want to listen to us complain about the, a character He would for hit two- the tiger with that fucking acoustic guitar. Ball sack? Yeah. Well, we said we, he would shoot the tiger. Yeah, he definitely would shoot the okay. tiger. Okay. And if you want to hear us uh, our, uh, complain about a character for two and a half hours, everybody, that's number one with a bullet for you. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Billy D. Williams' character would soothe him with his uh, little trombone <laughs> mouthpiece. Yeah. Now, our characters, Smith and Jack Kane, what do you think they would do? I already have. I already know what Jack would do. Jack? I, I think you... He would kill the tiger, I'm thinking. Do you have a theory? Yes. Well, we just talked about his small dick energy. Yeah. I think, and you brought this up last week as well, I think he would capture that tiger, sell it to somebody who's willing to shave off the tiger's balls <laughs> into some kind of ginseng tea. Grind them up. Yeah. Grind them up and give him the, uh, the masculine energy that he needs to please El- Ilsa. I think he wants the ball serum. Okay. 
I don't know what Smith would do. He's a pansy, so... I think Smith appreciates the beauty of nature, and he would say... That would change him. That would be the catalyst for his life change, and he would be a good cop, or just quit the FBI altogether. Well, he was a good agent. He always went by the book. He oh, he did go exactly by which the is, book. Which is bad when you're talking about the heroes we talk about. You never go by the book. Yeah. Well, we also never go by a script, and uh, we've <laughs> yeah, dragged this out yeah. for very long. So what do you say? Trailer time? Let's hit that trailer. Let's get a little piece of I Come in Peace. Houston, Texas. It's Christmas. Someone special is coming to town. And it's not Santa Claus. I'm coming, peace. Jack Kane, a cop who does things his own way. What are you doing? Shortcut. He's sensitive, understanding, and kind to strangers. Merry Christmas. But all that's about to end. I'm coming, peace. Three well-armed men have their throats cut before they can even draw their weapons. Who could possibly move that fast? Aliens. Say what? Are you crazy? It's true. You need a psychiatrist, Jack. Your psycho stole a lot of heroin to kill people with. What are you going to do? Tell them we're we're fighting drug dealers from outer space? Huh? The human body carries a small electrical charge, right? You tune the disc to the charge and then... What the hell is going on here? As far as you're concerned, this case is closed. Sure to cut all that out, by the way, because I don't want to have a commando thing again. Welcome back, everybody. Me and Murray just been having a great talk about ending things on yeah. time, something we, we are we not capable. No, yep. we'll do it. We are the Olympians who, when they finish, we just keep going. Like, we're, you plant the landing, you got a tent, but then we're just like, nope, we get a cartwheel now. We're, we're a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Well, that's why we always tell people what the cat in. And fuck <laughs> off to that one person who said you could pee and listen. I tried it. I tried listening to us while peeing. Murray. You get uh, like a little nervous. You can't pee. I get a little nervous. Yeah. It's like you're yelling over my shoulder while I'm trying to pee. It doesn't work. It, and then I'm talking over me, and it's me talking to me while I'm peeing, and it just doesn't work. 
Yeah, I don't do that, so yeah. Yeah. I, I don't pee when I'm listening to a podcast. All right, Murray. Something you're very familiar with. You are the drive behind. I just saw the stats. The stats are out. I'm one of these stats guys. I read all the stats. You are. We call him Analytic uh, Griff. Yep, Analytical Griff. It's bad, and it's really coming out because we, we, we hinted at he's a gambleaholic now. I'm a gambleaholic. I've taken a week he off. Has a system. I've had to take another week off because I had another bad week. I lost <laughs> uh, $20 again, so I'm taking another week off. I'm going to really fo- focus my lucky chi. But Murray, yeah. what's important here, I have a website called griffscrafts.com where I chart out all my analytics. All right. Look that up. What, Ignore that like everything we do. It's nothing like you would think it was spelled. So... CDs, they're on the rise nowadays. You are the purge. Be- I'm the, the last purge. person to buy CDs still. Yeah, I like. I just like holding something in my hand. That's why. I, 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 I kind of admire you that you want no no possessions. No, no. I, you know, I collect the vinyls for the albums yeah, I really but still, love. still, that's like, you know, I'm like a hoarder, basically. You now. are. No, you are 100% a hoarder. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's disturbing. Yeah. When I go into your house, I'm disgusted. <laughs> I don't even flip through your shit because it's I'm too like. Much. You'll be exhausted. Too- I wouldn't. <laughs> That's my plot. Like, you'd be so tired that you won't do it. You really have it figured out because I look with just my eyeballs in your place because it's too much shit. It's disgusting. Yeah, like 10 year old newspapers piled up. Yeah. Got like this little walkway you go through. Yeah, but I just like, I like, I I don't know. I'm, I'm also. An album guy. I'm not a, like a lot of kids now are single people. I hate it. I hate the single. Well, that was like, but that was originally what music was in the old yes, days. It was, it was the singles. I always hated it because when you buy a fucking album for a single, it is such a berm. When it's like I worked my ass for the ten dollars to get this fucking CD and it sucks balls. The uh. Vines, the first band <laughs> that scorned me, spurred me, whatever word you want to use. Yeah. I bought that betrayed album. You. Betrayed me. Sure. Yeah. I bought that album. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. It fucking sucked. Next album I bought, The Hives. And I was like, fuck yes. This is what it's all about right now. Okay. So, so we're CDs? talking CDs yeah. because our mate, well, our mate, nobody. This is 1990, dude. I didn't even. I, I was listening to cassettes in 1990. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't need well, CDs. Well, this guy points it out. He's got a $70,000 CD <laughs> system in his car. 70000 uh, I call bullshit on that. I mean, it was we, was he driving a Cadillac? It was probably a Cadillac. He was practicing for when he showed up. Adjusted for, for inflation, and re- actually being serious, that would be like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What car streets now. are we on right now? We're in Houston. I thought this was L.A. This is Houston. This is Houston. Yeah, it very much looked like L.A. because there's a scene yeah. on the streets well, later where it's a church and then a strip club yeah, and then well, a highfalutin bar and then a liquor store. Which in Houston, that wouldn't be a thing. It's a blue chip state. They don't have liquor stores open past a certain hour. Really? Yeah. Even in 1990? Even in 1990. No, it's been that way. When I go down there, it's like, holy shit, it's 8 o'clock. We got to get to the liquor store now or we're not going to have any drinks. Mm. That's the thing. I did not know that. I thought all Texans were drunks. I didn't know that. They are. It's because they they get drunk before 8. But no, they stock up at home before 8. That's even better. That, That helps society. Yeah. Like binge drink. Don't just get it whenever you want to go exactly. get it. Binge drink in your home where the guns are. Uh. 
I mean, you can still drink at bars and everything. So this guy, he's got like, it's like mahogany, the console. It's beautiful. And he's just putting in his CD. He's got the latest. Uh, he kissed it. It was the latest Chuck he, Mangione. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was the Black Album. This is 1990. It might be like, this is the real good Metallica shit. Uh, maybe if he picked up like a rocker chick, he'd put that in there. Because yeah. you know everybody had the Black Album. Right. That's when Metallica got good. Right. Finally. We'd all been waiting. Figured it out. Ugh. So he puts it in, and then it spits out. Like it shoots out. It it it, it started feeding like a tape. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it, that was not a CD thing yeah. at all. <laughs> oh, but they the CDs were relatively no, they weren't new, but they were relatively new in 1990. I don't know. I, so they were new to me. I never had. one. They were confusing the audience at that yeah. time, but at this time, we all know when CDs skip, it just it's yeah. you hear like an audible click. And then finally the music starts again. Yeah. So so he's driving. Like we pointed out, this is a Christmas movie. So he, I, it's, something like shoots at his car. Mm-hmm. So he loses control, crashes into a, a, a Christmas tree lot. Do people get Christmas trees anymore? Yeah. I, 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 see, never, I saw them all up and down the street. Really? Because not in my neighborhood. Everyone's plastic. Well, fucking Christ. Christmas, real Christmas trees cost money. So you have, to, you have to really fork it up. They're probably like 100 bucks. Shit. Oh, yeah. So that. no. Um, so yeah, he crashes in a lot. He doesn't know what's going on. So he gets out. It's like, God damn, $70,000 car. I hate this fucking holiday. And then boom, his fucking $70,000 car bursts into flames, explodes. And we get, uh, from the ashes rises a character and it was very hard to figure it out. But guys, I did the hard work. (laughs) I did the sleuthing. This is a character named Talik. He's never metallic, uh, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never referred to by name ever in this movie, but they do have names. Yeah, and he's got a very angelic voice that I'll a very play. darkly angelic voice. I'll, I'll pl- well, there he, you go. Well, I mean, he utters the most four chilling words you're ever going to hear. I bring you peace. So after you hear that, you're at ease, even though this guy's a hulking giant. Yeah, played by Matthias Hughes, who's no stranger to Golden Globus Theater people. He fought our boy uh, Lauren Avedon in No Hole, no, no Retreat, No Surrender 2. Way. He did? Yes. I got Highlander vibes off him. No, he was not in Highlander. Because of the white hair yes. and the white eyes. Yeah. No, very, he, very screepy looking. Screepy. Well, that's what they were going for. Yeah. So he's like seven feet tall. He's got giant Herman Munster boots on. Loved it. Loved it. Got the fucking long flowing white mullet. Mm, Rockstar hair. And he just puts the but but he he, he says that line puts the guy at ease, mm. and then he just shoots the fucking. Did we see this? I don't know if we did. I don't remember if we did. I was alluding. Did, did I was just, trying to skip over because we I was just like, I don't we just cut to I come in peace. Yeah, because so, even though I looked it up on uh, YouTube, under Dark Angel it said I come in peace. We're yeah. watching I come in peace. Oh yeah. Anyways, we're cutting to a nice little heist in progress, and we've got uh, Hawkins being pulled into it. So here's the thing. This is very confusing. I'm remembering this now as I'm trying to read through the notes. The, the, we're introduced to characters that do not get names. No. We have no idea what's going on. It's very cold here. You knew how hard it was to take notes on these yeah, movies. Yeah, it's fucking awful. And so what we're watching right now is a, is a situation where these people are breaking into uh, a police precinct. Yeah, one guy. One guy, but he had a second guy with him. Yeah, he had an accomplice, but he wasn't with him. Yeah, yeah, okay. So one guy's going in through the vents. The other guy is, yeah. like, trying to lure a guy into the evidence locker he was trying to get into. Was that what it was? Or just a closet? No, it was an evidence locker. Okay. Or evidence room, I should say. And so they're calling out for Hawkins is what I was Right, they call to a cop. 
named Hawkins and say, hey, we need you in the evidence room, room J28, I think it was. Sure. While that's going on. <laughs> we get that detail right. Everybody. While that's going on, we're seeing the other guy who broke in the air duct system. He's uh, welding through like this great. Blow torching. Uh, yeah. Why is there this great in this evidence room to begin with? I don't know. Uh, the good ventilation for that. You got to keep the coke good. No. Well, we learned, this is, we learned this is heroin. This isn't coke, but. And okay. we, when we see a bag full of white powder, we always go to Coke. But yeah. no, this was heroin. And you were impressed by how they packaged it, <laughs> unlike this, last week. Yeah, last week infuriated me. Yeah. You don't put Coke in a Ziploc baggie, half-full Ziploc baggie at yeah. that. No, that's what you put your fucking Kool-Aid in there if you're a poor kid and you can't afford lick sticks. And, of course, if you're a devotee to this podcast, you know Murray is a stickler for packages. <laughs> is that a euphemism for anything? <laughs> no, not at all, Murray. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I was very impressed with how it was packaged. Yeah. It was very it was taped up, very Miami voice. Okay. But anyway, so... Hawkins arrives Hawkins, in J28. Hawkins with... Bag, these guys weren't given names, so this might be confuse you guys. Because goon number two, I'm going to call him. Yeah. They go to with Hawkins. They go into the room. They catch the guys who so are thinking, aha, they caught this bad guy. Yeah. No. Other goon number two is with goon number one. And he fucking opens up a nice little pocket knife. Well, no, it was, it was a switchblade. Switchblade. Got to have that moment. Okay. If, if, if we don't have the the John Woo butterfly, of course, got to have the switchblade. You got to, and of course, you get the knife to the heart. Right. And to you're the heart. to blame. You give love a bad name. Right. Sticks him in the heart with it, and of course, just like we always talk about, that makes you mute. Soon as the knife penetrates your chest, you go mute. Had to kill this cop because he needed the little gold badge that said Hawkins on. He couldn't have made that. Yeah. They have cop uniform. The guy's wearing a cop uniform. He, he's wearing a perfect uniform. But he couldn't put it, put it together just get the little name tag. Yeah. So that's why they murdered a guy. So they, they, they got their Kinjitashe case out. They put in all the, 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 the H, the horse. Yep, the put horse. Put it in there, and they walk right out because they're like, we're cops. We can do, I got the badge. I you see. I was having the hardest time because he's. They have to talk to the guy at the evidence locker, and right. I was like, "This is a very important scene. This is going to come back later." This scene plays no relevance. The fact that it has more than a second screen time, them just scribbling a name. Well, we just, had to see ugh. that the one cop at evidence room was was uh, suspicious of these guys because he saw that he goes, "I know Hawkins," and that's not Hawkins. Yeah, he, that was all it was. He really was. And let's go ahead and. Like, we've planted this little seed in these people's heads that this guy is going to alert everybody to the, to these uh, uh, misdeeds. But as they walk out of the building, they leave a little package behind. A little duffel bag. Yeah. Our slicked back white hair, white boys. Right, yeah. The, the gang is called the white boys. The gang is We're not being racist. The, the gang is called the white boys. Yeah, we didn't call them crackers. It's okay. Right, They're it's white, white boys. boys. Get in the car, and then one guy's like, Hey, what was that, that bag you left? I left a little present for them. And then all, as soon as he says that, boom, the whole police station explodes. Why did we need the scene with the evidence guy and his suspicion being arose, arosen if he's just going to explode? Arosen. <laughs> arisen, I think is what you're Arise. Um... I don't know, but the one guy's like, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing? Got to cover our, our asses. He, got, he had a good evil laugh. <laughs> I murdered them all. That was, that was it. Yeah. Murdered so now we just set up our bad guys. But not really, because these guys don't really matter at all. I see a correction we got in here that you helped me out with. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we're finally cutting to our quote-unquote hero of this movie. <laughs> we got Dolph 
he's in, he's doing a stakeout because that's what that's how you introduced your heroes. And when steak. you think about stakeout, <laughs> I think I think about peppers. Ooh, and when I think about peppers, I think about the nose, <laughs> a little of the quiz. He's got he's just gnashing on this giant Quiznos. I wish this would have been the week we got to separate from Quiznos, but here is Dolph Lundgren with the full pepper bar spread across his dashboard. He's supposed to be staking out. Come on, finger friendly food. He's camping out. He's just ready to stay yeah, there. Here he is with his what was it? Uh, it was an Italian, I believe. I saw the Italian? mayo. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> Can't have an Italian without some mayo. Where are you? I'm a heathen. We already yeah. know this. this I like, like everyone s- knows in Italy, they put mayo on their <laughs> fucking Italian subs. This is why I haven't gone to Italy yet because I'm just afraid everything they have is just going to be like they love your, their mayo and your smear of mayo. <laughs> right. yeah. No, <laughs> I like mayo. But so, um, yeah, he's he's got the wire. He's listening to what the our, our evilest white boy Manning, Victor Manning. He, this guy looks great as a villain, by the way. And, this, he, and he's all about higher education. That's all he's talking about is college. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I majored in communications, but that was going to go nowhere, so I switched to business. He's talking to this black guy who's just like, can we just get this deal done? Yeah. And he's just like, hold on a minute. Hold on. I just want to talk about education. Yeah. He's trying to have a good time. Oh, what did you say your name was again? And fucking uh, we'll learn this guy's name is Ray. Ray hasn't figured out his undercover name yet, so he's like, "It's Luke well, we Perry. don't know he's undercover. We just assume okay. He's I know. Drug I'm dealer. I'm letting people in on the secret uh, a little bit. I'm sorry. The secret sauce is mayonnaise on an Italian sandwich. This guy, he, you can see him struggling. He's like, "Yeah, my name is Luke Perry." He's watching fucking Beverly Hills 90210. It's on in the background. It's 1990, of course. Yeah. It's it's everywhere. Right. It was everywhere. And so Manning, he had the sideburns. Manning, yeah, he did have the sideburns. And so Manning's just like, oh, Luke, of course, I remember Luke. Like, All right, let's get the, get his shit. So now we see our boys from the earlier blew up the cop station. White this, boys. This is how great these guys are. They don't even use their own heroin for deals. They use the cop's heroin. That's amazing. Talk about fucking profits. I mean, right. I mean I'm mean, i playing with house money. Murray still is like, oh, you're going to be sucking dick in no time. <laughs> no, I'm still playing with house. These guys are playing with cop money. That's right. even better. So it, 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 it's probably their, it was their shit that was confiscated, and they stole it back. I don't even think it was. I think it was a rival gang, oh, okay. and they went in and stole it because they knew about the rival gang going under because they have ears on the ground. So they pull it out, and our boy Ray, he, he's, he's keeping it undercover. He knows what you do. You pull it out, and you sniff the bag. Here's the problem with Ray, though, and here's how we knew. I knew immediately he was an informant. He's feeling the bag. Perfect packaging. He's saying this out loud, everybody. Perfect packaging. No duct tape. I love that. Can I do a knife test? Okay, no drug dealer goes into this much detail. He sticks the knife in. Pulls no, it. he doesn't even do that. He sniffs the bag. Sniffs the bag. <laughs> yes. That's what was, I was expecting that. I was expecting pulling out a switchblade, sticking it in, and doing a little like line. No, he just sniffs the bag. But the thing is, we all know you don't communicate any of what you're seeing. You do it all while sneering at somebody. Like maybe a little leering as well, but you're you're just saying everything with your eyes. But Ray doesn't understand this, or I should say, Luke Perry doesn't understand this. <laughs> yeah, right. 
then we cut back to our boy. He just finished the quiz. He's chunking down a, a, a monster energy drink. He's getting a little bit of feedback on his mic. It's a little bit of that Max Headroom. <laughs> Weird shit. He's like, oh, come on, man. No, he's slapping his radio, and he starts getting in and again. But then he sees a couple of fucking no-good idiots. Guy's got a fucking uh, uh, Michael. Oh, God. What was Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton. Yeah, balding got- mullets. They got <laughs> army jackets. They're no good. You know, he can tell me like, they're up to no good. But he's like, he could have just called. He's got a radio. He could have just called in. Hey, there's a robbery up. happening. I'm doing something right now. I'm staking out something. Something's about to my, go down my right now. My partner's in a very serious situation. But no, he's super cop. Like you said, he's like, I got to prove I'm the hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave my partner to possibly die so I can be the hero right now. Exactly. So the guys come in. They immediately start shooting their shotguns off, telling people to go fuck themselves. Where's the fucking money? And then our hero, hero, in quotation quotations, marks, walks in, and you just see a roundhouse kick just take out one guy. Can you find me a more unbelievable roundhouse kick than Dolph Lundgren's? I'm sorry, everybody. I think, I think he had legit martial arts background. Uh, well, whatever, how they shot this did not sell it for me. Okay. All right. So, sorry. Takes the guy out. Saves the day. Gets himself a snow cone. He's like, now that's what I call justice on ice. Well, there's like a standoff because one guy's got a, a shotgun. He's got his, his fucking handgun. Oh, okay. And he just shoots the guy right in the fucking forehead. He doesn't, he's like, doesn't even care. Oh, I didn't even care about the scene. Uh, you wanted the details in there. Uh, I wanted the snow cone line. I thought that was good. So he did help himself to a snow cone. Yeah. But and- next door we see all, all hell's broken loose because... The white boys have come in. They figured out Ray is not – well, they figured out Ray is not Luke Perry. Yeah, like we knew all this week because we knew that this week's uh, Beverly Hills 90210 was a rerun. And you had, you said it was a fucking new episode. That's what it was? That was the, oh that was, that was the, uh, the, the uh, tell. That, that and he ordered the pasta fagioli, and you don't pronounce it that way. <laughs> right, and he said, no mayo, and they said, something's up. Yeah, something's up. You when, you're always, when you're in an Italian restaurant, you always could ask for mayo on the side, at least. At least, you have to do that. Like, you say, I have to watch my figure, you know, because... I mean, even when, when they give you the bread, they got the mayo you can dip it in, you know? I don't get that. I don't get that. <laughs> Like it's European, you don't. You're just too American. Well, I you, thought you I, need an Olive Garden. This is a real Italian. It's authentic. <laughs> That's why I'm confused that Italians like like the marinara <laughs> and stuff or the bruschetta. No, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> yes. Like I get that wrong. Mayonnaise, as they say. Excuse they say it. mayonnaise. Yes, mayonnaise. Oh, I've been learning from the Smashing Pumpkins song, and they say it differently. Well, so yeah, so uh, they just sh- fucking shoot Ray. Yeah, they shoot Ray in the head. Uh, Luke, Perry, Luke Perry, Jake has finished his robbery next door. Right. He's like, oh, fuck, shit's happened next door. So he just barges in, and he's finding that there's just dead bodies everywhere because in the inner room of all of this, Talek showed up. Uh-huh, and of course he, he says his favorite line. I bring you peace. I'm starting to think this guy doesn't come in peace. <laughs> I don't think so at all because he immediately starts shooting fucking CDs at people. Oh, my God. I love it. It was literally a CD. Like, they didn't even try to, like, mock you it up. No, you can see the RCA label on yeah, it. Yeah, and it was, like, it was, it was scratched, though. And it's just, like, zoop, 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 going, like, it's slashing throats. It's just hitting everybody. It's, like, ricocheting off shit. So they're implying to the audience that this this CD, it's so destructive. As soon as it touches you, it's fucking tearing you apart. Right. So keep that in mind for later. Just 
put it in the back of the skull for nine hours when we get to the end of this movie. And then Jack arrives. He sees he. Uh, Dolph tries to muster up some tears, some emotion, but he has no soul. He has, so, he's got nothing. So he's it's pretty weak. And then this is where the backup arrives. The, his, the, we see the captain who's always exasperated with our hero. I like how they casted the captain because we've had a lot of bald captains recently. This guy's bald, of course, but he's got the horseshoe and he's got yeah. a little bit of that like that the rainbow connection, as I like to call it. So you have the island, and then you have you know the peninsula up here. That's, a, that's an isthmus. The, excuse me, <laughs> isthmus. The isthmus. <laughs> so he's got a he's got the gnarly isthmus where it's like flowing out and everything. This guy looks like he is disheveled. Look, he like looks he works like a eighteen pencil hour. Pusher, yeah, yeah. He works eighteen hour days. Everybody's on his nerves. He's got coffee mainline. So I like the captain here. When he comes up to Dolph, Jake, Jack, who's Jack. at the bar, just like brooding over right. his you know loss, and he's like, "Where have you been? It's been." Eight days, seven days, I'd be okay with. He actually says eight. Like seven days, I would accept. Eight days is beyond the pale. Where the fuck have you been? Is Houston not in America, by the way? If you miss one day, because back in my uh, delinquent days, I would just not show up for work sometimes. And no, after like one or two days, they'd be like hitting you up nonstop. This captain's kind of fucking progressive where he's like, I get a whole fucking week off. Well, he knows that Jack plays by his own rules, and he gets results. Yeah. So seven days is his limit. Yeah. But eight, no, 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 no. I don't care how, what results you get. You can do eight. At least you got to hit him up on his beeper. Exactly. Okay. And he's just like, buddy, much like last week, you're going on vacation. Yeah. You're not suspended. You're going on vacation. Yeah. It's, 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 it's got to be forced on you, bud. I got to do this to you, Tyke. And we learned that, of course, our hero never takes a vacation because he's dedicated to his job, of much course. like Ballsack from last week. And he's got a vendetta against a drug lord, much like Ballsack from last week. So it's looking like we're going to have a long, heated conversation, but thank God the fucking feds arrive. And you never want to see the feds arrive. No. You want to keep everything deep local. Deep state. Exactly. They're the deep state. So they show up, and they're like, you said you had a guy who saw all this? Okay. We want to talk to him in the bathroom. Fonz, of course, is in there. <laughs> they're like, please, Mr. Fonz- Fonzarelli, can you clear out? Yes, of course. They get in there. They're just like, you know Manning? Oh, I know Manning. They think he's involved with this somehow. I don't remember how. But Switzler is the main FBI guy. Switzer, yeah. And so Switzler is just like. You keep adding an L for some reason. It's a Switzer. A Switzer. He's like, is that a kind of play on like Dolph's origins? Switzer? He's not he's from Switzerland. Swiss- oh, he's no. not from Switzerland? He's from Sweden. Oh, he's from Sweden? Sweden? Wait, they're different? Yeah, they're different countries. Oh, okay. I don't know my geography. I fuck up the geography category in Jeopardy all the time. I believe it. And Switzer <laughs> is like, look, I can just tell by the cut of your jib. Was he wearing a suede jacket? A Switzer? No, Dolph. D- oh, no. No, 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 no. Dolph is wearing a cut-off jean jacket. Oh, I'm talking about later. Remember that brown jacket? Was that suede? It was suede. It that was suede. Too Ooh, soft. Suede on the inside. Badasses don't wear suede. That's too soft. Yeah, that's for Anderson bl- Pack. leather. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's just like, he's like, I can tell by the way you dressed. You got cowboy boots on, ostrich. I know you play by your own rules. Oh, yeah. And we need somebody like that. You're, you're, I'm going to talk to your captain. You're back on the case, buddy. We're going to get you back on this fucking case. They go back out, and fucking Dolph is smiling. He's just got this huge grin on his face. And he's like, these boys tell me I'm back on the job. Uh, I told you you were going on vacation, but you never said when. 
fucking Sick slam burn. dunk. Oh the, you know, Dolph missed out on the Twitter age because if that that was the right. greatest Twitter dunk of all time. Yeah, I just got dunked on by somebody. I'm using uh, quotation marks. <laughs> <I> dunked on. <laughs> this, this dunk is fantastic. <laughs> this is the best dunk ever. Do you want me to go through the whole story? Please, for the... please the 18 minute story. <laughs> okay. So when we did Big Trouble Little China, I put up a, t- a tweet. They had the picture of the three storms, the henchman for Lopan, and I said. The three storms. Here, let's remember, we love timelines. This was yeah. two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. If, well, it depends on when they're listening. It might be. You, know, you should be listening. Two weeks from when we're recording this. January 8th. I said the three storms. Great henchman or the greatest henchman. And the, everyone the, agreed with the me. The old Colbert line. I yes, love it. Everybody agreed with me, but one guy. Everybody has to have a one guy. One guy. I have no idea. I don't follow him. He doesn't follow me. <laughs> he. How did he get he has 22 followers following 500 oh, people. You don't have to pull rank. I am going to pull oh, rank okay. because he needs to know his fucking place. Oh, because, oh he listens now. Because you should listen, motherfucker. I'm going <laughs> to teach you. I'm going to school you right now. So he goes, uh, actually, odd job from Goldfinger is the greatest henchman. And I, let, I go, this is a young Padawan learner. He doesn't know any better. So I'm going to go easy on him. So yeah. I, I, I didn't even give him a like. I said, I'm going to let him know that I'm just kidding. I like that because yeah. we are all about the playful conversation. Right. We're, 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 we're not evil we're, people. We're the most generous people. Who else? Who else? Ask listeners to come on their show. Nobody. Everyone wants the spotlight. We're not, we're not afraid to share the spotlight. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, come on. People send us all these gross letters, and then they ask me to whisper into an envelope and send it back to them, and I oblige. <laughs> yes. Like, what is that? Yeah, but please, self-stamped, self-addressed stamped envelopes, people. Yeah. We're losing money if here. If you want me to whisper back, please, yeah. self At least have the decency to do that. Yeah. We don't have time for this shit. Okay. So, I, and I said, I said henchmen. Not hench, man. man. Cut to a week later. A week later. A week later, I get a gif of Justin Timberlake like shaking his head, like rolling his eyes. I ignore. I said, "Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be the bigger man. I'm not gonna." Well, Murray, pull rank. You're right. Ilsa approved man. <laughs> yes, super be the Upermensch. <laughs> I said, "Am I gonna?" And then, like a day later, he likes his own burn on what? me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. I should have liked it after that, but I was I just let it go. It would have been funny if you But yeah, so thank you thanks you for my little tangent there. Okay. All right, getting back to the movie. So Dolph has dunked on his own captain by saying, I didn't tell you what I was gonna take vacation, bro. Sorry, he's a bro now. <laughs> I ha- I can't do voices. <laughs> I agree. But here's the uh, the kicker. You're you're on this this uh, this mission this this case, but you gotta have a partner. Yeah, so this is the FBI people telling them about yes. this. Yes, you're gonna be teamed up with one of the FBI's finest, Special Agent Smith. He closes every case. He he crosses the T's, dots the I's. This guy is the best of the best. And so, cut to the morning, and we're in the head police headquarters. And he's there with his captain, and he's arguing with his captain. I'm so glad to be back on this case. He's like, oh, yeah, but here's your partner coming in now. And they cast this guy on purpose. Yeah. Dolph is three feet taller than him. (laughs) Yes. And Dolph is – they constantly put him in scenes where they're not kind of far apart. They're claustrophobic shots where Dolph is looking straight down at him. Yes. Literally and metaphorically. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, who's the, of course, of course we get the scene 
I work alone because all badasses work alone. They have time for partners, well, except wor- when they get their partners killed. Yeah, he worked with Ray, and yeah. he got his partner killed. So is that is that his thing? He's gonna get he's gonna get his partner killed, right? Be- so he can work alone again. I didn't think that was something that the Smith said. He's like, oh, is that because you get your partners killed all the he time? He did, he did. And then Dolph told him, "Strike one, buddy." <laughs> yeah. He's keeping strikes. They get the three strikes like ten minutes later, and all he does is like. Say no, like, he says strike one, and we get two and three like an hour later. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, so they actually yeah. did. Okay. Yeah, but two and three come very long, rapid that's succession. That's long-term storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they're like, of course, the nerd Smith's like, let's go to ballistics and check out. Let's, let's see what's, what, you know, the, Smith, the body. This is the first time we don't get rank, uh, uh, pet, the pedigree of Jack. We get the pedigree. Smith starts bragging about himself. I've read every detective book. I know all about Philip Marlowe. And I got to tell you. I solve cases. And, of course, Dolph is not impressed. He starts getting in his face. He looks straight down at him. And that's when Diane breaks breaks the scene. Diane, who we, we can – there's there's some tension between Jack and Diane. They, they, they're they no longer sucking oh on a God. chilling dog at the local Tasty Freeze. We, no, never mind. Whatever we open this episode with, <laughs> no, it's being replaced with a little ditty about Jack and Diane. And uh, yeah, she's like, I got the ballistic report. This weapon, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a – I don't know what slash these guys throw. They didn't find any evidence. They just all slash throats. Like, There's no way one guy could slash the throat of fucking five guys. Yeah, there's no way. The ballistics just don't add up. I went there and I looked at the scene myself. And then she just slaps Jack in the face. Well, they start walking, talking. And we keep, like, uh, the captain said something about him and Diane as well. And now we're walking out, and Jack's trying to talk to Diane. He's like, look, 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 there's a little ditty. And she's like, no, it's not a little fucking ditty. You should call. And she slaps him in the face. And he's like, chili dogs? And then she just walks away. And that's when Smith gets his first strike, right? Because he says, like, "Uh uh-oh, somebody's got a hot date. That's strike one. Cut two, an abandoned school? I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Okay, it was fenced a, off and everything. Some kind of band building. We see a lot of disgusting homeless people vomiting, fucking, shitting, doing drugs. You thought it was people. awful? Yeah. Well, homeless beautiful. people are awful. Don't we know that? <laughs> and so then we see a woman. Hard on, she's just down on her luck. She's just coming there to sleep it off. We're really working up this whole scene. Let's just fucking power through. No, but then what happens is... See, we point out that the aliens just they they they're human spaceships. They don't have ships. They no. just they they're like meteors. They couldn't afford the special effect to show like a wreckage of a tiny little ship, capsule, anything. So we just have we just see a big hole burned in it's like almost like they they come by the way terminators come, where there's just this big electrical globe that just burns shit. That would have been cool. No, we don't get that. We just get a hole, a smoking hole. Yeah. And then we see another guy. What's his name? Aztec? Uh, it's in there. Azac. Azac. Which is even harder than Aztec because when you look at those letters, your brain immediately jumps to Aztec. Apparently, aliens have male pattern baldness too because he's rocking no. a skullet. No. He's got a new breed of haircut. The new breed should have had this haircut because he just has the frontal lobe Doesn't shaved Kane, over. Didn't Kane cut his hair like that? Excuse me? Kane the wrestler. No, 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 no. Kane had the he flowing. Had, I know, but when he took it off and he was bald, I remember like the front half being shaved maybe. completely bald, and oh. then the back just being stubble. Maybe, because I wasn't watching at that time. 
I, I was there. Remember. I was there for the early age. I remember seeing that. That so, inferno match fucked me up. So, so the, yeah, the front half of his head is bald, and the back is party time. He doesn't say I come in peace, so we know this guy's a villain. Exactly. All right, so we're back at that club where the crime scene happened, next yeah. to the liquor store or a, a party store, as we know right. it up here in, right. in, in Michigan. And they're try- They're discussing their own tactics. So this is a good scene. This is an important scene. We see like that they're two different types. You know, uh, they're an odd couple, if you will. Right. We learn that our man Jack is all great heroes. Go by their gut. They have yeah. no time to read. It's like if I don't feel it in my gut, it's not real. And. Smith, the opposite. He's like, I only believe what I read. So, Murray, this is a very important scene because this is when uh, Smith pulls out a measuring tape. Yes, that's the first thing we see. The scene opens with a measuring tape. And it's, it's, of course, a perfect measure. It's the good measuring tape, the one you want to have for most jobs. And so it, like, can stand sturdy for, you know, several feet or whatever. And he pulls it out for four inches, and then this camera just freezes on that for some reason. Yeah. And it's like, why Why did it just freeze on? He's not even holding it to anything except well, his crotch. He, he, we, we didn't see what happened earlier. He was holding it to something. They're having a good old-fashioned dick measuring contest. Yeah. They're, they're like, just saying, who's the alpha? We're deciding. We're figuring it out. And so Dolph, of course, pulls out his fabric measuring tape. Yeah. And he just lets it flow. And it hits the ground, and we slowly Thump. go. We slowly climb it's up. It's almost a midnight thud. It's almost a midnight thud. One inch, two inch, three inch. And it's like the fucking uh, uh, the Price is Right game, the yodeling game. Yodel, yodel, yodel. a little yodeler going up the deck. And he's going up the measuring tape. <laughs> and he's like, I guess we're, we're, I guess we're even. Four inches, too. But mine's from the ground. <laughs> And then Smith just his disheartened look on his face. And then What the, do you think we should do, big guy? We follow my instincts. Instincts? There's no founding in science. Science is for nerds. You don't read. You see how you ever been in my bathroom and there's magazines? They're not for reading. They're for wiping my ass when I run out of toilet paper. There we go. There we go. I don't have time for your nerd shit. And then he's and then they're like, Well what are we gonna do? He's like I got I to gotta get a drink or something. I need to think. I need I to get know, away. Yeah, he's like, I know exactly where my heart's pulling me. So they do this thing in this movie because the boring parts are the Dolph parts. The good parts are the alien parts. Right. They're the good part of the movie. That's why when you walk away from this movie, all you care about is the fucking aliens. They got great hair, weird hair. Rockstar hair. They got weird instruments that they use. Uh, I can't wait to see them bust out. What's another? Janet Jackson album or something. So we're going to cut over to our aliens. We're at a bail bondsman's place for some reason. He's watching It's a Wonderful Life. Remember, it's Christmas. Yeah, he's got that full goblet of uh, eggnog, right. the most disgusting drink ever. <laughs> was that the first one? We had eggnog at the show. Yeah, that was the, that first, was the first time. time. Griff, the first time he had eggnog, he was 25. There's a lot of firsts for me in my 20s. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Never for, uh, uh, Did you I, have eggnog before? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yes, I've had eggnog before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excuse me. I, yeah, well, I, I thought I was shocked. You had an everyone... alcoholic dad. I never. My dad didn't drink. He was a diabetic. <laughs> okay. Well, you can have it without alcohol. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I mean, I, I only drink it. I have like one glass a year. It's one of those things. I'm not like, yeah. Let me get some. Egg. I so get you middle of June, and I'm like swigging some eggnog. <laughs> you, you think but. it's got a nice, smooth taste, though? You're like, oh, this, this? Yes, yeah. Do you do the nutmeg and cinnamon? No, I don't go that far. Okay. But uh, so he hears his dog. Of course, hears something. Get the fuck back here, dog. 
And then we he- then we hear that chilling four words. I bring you peace. And then Talek grabs the guy, rips his shirt up. And we're like, oh my god, he's gonna rape this old man. Yeah. These are alien rapists. I don't know why he had a training undergarment on. I don't, like I don't know why. I don't know why that. old man's wearing a bra, but you know, it hey. was the first movie to try to get me used to the idea of a, uh, a man, a man's ear, a man's ear, a bro, or a man's ear. <laughs> Thank you. So, and then he put, he's got like okay, Talek's got like they're like Boba, so they're like I'm sorry, it's so weird that came up earlier in my day. I was talking about bros or man's ears. I think Manzir sounds better. It sounds more professional. I know. I, I think Manzir yeah. sounds way better. Yeah. Well, of course, bro nowadays has a negative connotation yeah. to it. So, so Talek has these like Boba Fett like bracers on. That's a good call. And he, he and he's got it's like a it's a toilet snake is what it is. It is a toilet. He snake. shoots a toilet snake, a little per, like a barb on it, and it goes right into the guy's heart. And then we get a zoom in of like vials on his yes. wristband, and I had no idea what I was looking I, at. You probably thought it was eggnog. But it wasn't. It was heroin. Okay. So he's pumping heroin into this guy's heart. He's getting the heart. Wait, it was pumping. He's the- getting a heart out. Oh, right, because then yeah. it addresses. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, 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 everybody. We've talked about this before. Murray, of course, is Q. <laughs> and Q is all about adrenochrome, the, the adrenaline yeah. of children. So the aliens have found a way to harvest human beings of adrenochrome, even adults. Right. It's the most coveted thing in the galaxy. Right. And it's because they pump the heroin that releases the endorphin that creates the adrenochrome. Right. So that's what this science is all about. Right. We don't know this yet where we're watching this. Yeah, we're, we're like, there is some freaking shit. We're tipping shit. you off because this movie's shit. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to watch it for 20 minutes and be like, yeah. Dolph's dick's not out. I don't care. <laughs> right. And so then he pumps him full of that sweet H. And then he's got a RoboCop fucking bracer on the other one. The spike comes out. Chunk right in the guy's fucking forehead, and we see him sucking some juice out of the guy's forehead. Exactly, that goes into that vial system that he has on his arm. That's the adrenochrome system, which sure. is my favorite solar system. Okay. Anyways, now we're cutting back over to our actual main characters. Said with heavy quotes because these guys uh, fucking suck. They're at the pool hall. Pool slash slash titty bar. Slash okay. Pool, bar, titty club. Uh, I saw John D. Hart in the background doing a course. Holding couple. court. He, he was he was working a couple of new jams out. Shimmy he, sliding everywhere. He didn't want to take it. He didn't want to try out his new. The, the chick on the stage was shimmy sliding. She had a little cowgirl outfit on. She did. Saw some awful tits. Yeah, some kind of misshapen fake titties. Uh, like I said earlier, we the technology wasn't worked out as well. Then that's what Smith was saying. He's like, the technology's not quite there yet. He he's a subscriber to. Uh, Bolton on Breast Monthly. As much as we love Boltons, we're here to get Jack's informant boner. Played by the rat guy from Split Second. Yes. And he goes up to him, slaps him around a little. His name happens to be Boner. And if you listen to Dolph closely, you have no idea what his name is. <laughs> because Bronner. I was like, it's Bronner? Bronner. Bronner? Like, hey there, Jack. I don't know anything, man. His buddy, like, his buddy pulls out a switchblade, sniffs there with a gun. He's like, I would put that away if I were you. They Well, it's it's early 90s, so, of course, gay jokes are, are right on fucking heat. So, of course, right. he's like, your boyfriend over here thinks you know something. Jack's got a fucking, uh, his, his hand cannon against Boner's Boner cannon. And he's just like, I don't know anything, guys. We didn't even need this scene. I don't know why this scene. Because Boner has no info. No, this scene... I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because I listen. Murray was here when I was fast forwarding, just kind of get the scenes back in order in my head and everything. 
And so what this scene was all about, they, of course, leave them. Smith complains, your tactics aren't legal. You can't just pull a hand cannon out on anybody and hold it to their dick. I saw you pull your hand cannon out. Well, he was a man of color, and you never know what they're going to do. I felt nervous, okay? I, I, I couldn't stop and frisk Oh, you're right. I know I'm not coming back to you. It is, exactly. Bec- so, okay, they head back to the crime scene? Well, no, before that, okay. I'll set up what you, what you thankfully brought back that okay. made this scene make sense. Okay. He notices out the corner of his eyes play guys playing pool, even though he's by a tool table. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's trapping them on a pool table. <laughs> and he goes... Huh, and then he looks right in the camera and puts his finger up to his chin. Hmm. There is no subtlety with Dolph Lundgren. That's no. the other problem I have with him so yeah. far. Is you? He had to pay Brandon Lee to say, tell the audience right. I have a big dick. And he's like, I got an idea. And then so they drive back to the other club where the crime scene was. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, it's like fucking pool. Ricochets. And he's like, what? He's like, look, what? hear me out. What? My gut's talking. My instincts are kicking in. See, what if it hit here and then hit here and then hit here and then hit here? He's got the red yarn. He's just making all this shit. It's beautiful. It is kind of beautiful when they zoom out. It's it, like Dexter took this scene and made it a whole show. Right. And, and then hit here. And they point to this giant fucking stereo speaker. And it's like humming still. Yeah. There's no audio, but it's humming. And he's like, those tweeters are off the chain, dude. Pulls off the cover. <laughs> Very 90s language. Kawabunga, motherfucker. <laughs> I actually got a Ninja Turtle joke I'll tell you about later that Opera oh, came up with. Okay. But uh, it pulls off the, the, the cover of it, and we see that CD. And he's like, oh, shit, you know, we're fucking... Black album. I hear this is great. Oh, God. It was the black album? <laughs> yeah. And no was, wonder why it was so sharp. And it was vibrating. And then uh, Smith goes, let me see that. Oh, and he cuts his hand. That's sharp. Oh, man. And then he's like, hey, don't touch that. And he's like, I, th- I know what I'm doing. And then he gets a little, he gets both of his four fingers and, goes, uh, and then catches it, pulls it out, and then it goes flying everywhere. Yeah, it just starts flying It's, it's full on phantasm here. Yeah. So we get the fucking like POV that shot. That phantasm move is pretty cool. Explain it to him because it made no sense to me. I have no idea, but I remember thinking it was pretty cool. But it, we get fucking phantasm POV. We see from the CD's point of view. It's just flying, and then it, it goes right back to that speaker. Yeah, and I call it bullshit, but again, they do actually explain this later. Right. Anyways... Now that they have the murder weapon, they're like, let's harness this thing. But we're going to do a nice, nice little quick cut because any time our main characters are doing anything, transitioning, we have to go back to our aliens. Right. So now we see Aztec. He's in an alley. He's, he's, he's looking for something, and he notices Metallica. Yeah, this is when he looks into his giant Apple Watch. That is just blaring into his face, and then he just turns to the sky and is like, <laughs> "I don't remember." That. Yeah, th- I just saw this, so that's what. So that's- is he? He's watching Talik drain the old man. So what they're trying to suggest is that he's got some kind of tracker on okay. him. So they're saying that uh, Apple watches are also are, are actually a they, horrible device. They to track keep. you. Yeah. They track you. Right. And so he's using so his Apple watch that's to track why- him. Get the vaccine because you're already being tracked, people. Yeah, really, really, really. Oh my god! Oh my We're not gonna get oh into god. that. We're oh gonna get through. Oh this. my god! Oh my god! Ninety minute movie. Oh my god! So he fucking sees Talek draining the old man's vein, 
<laughs> he just opened. I like the guns. Old fashioned. New I did fashion. not like the way the guns looked. They looked chintzy as fuck. But I liked it. It was like fucking Judge Dread lawgivers. They were just spraying fire. It was great. It was great. And of course, they had to cut these scenes, even though these should have been the main characters in half, in thirds, and fourths, and eighths, because. All their scenes are just explosions and shit. Right. So Aztec opens fire on Talek to get him away from this guy because he's, of course, a drained. No, wait, wait. You know what? This is well, – we're in a parking garage. This is a, diff- this is a black guy that got drained, okay? I yeah, thought, this, I, no, uh, this is the black guy that got yeah, drained. Yeah, I thought we were still ta- – I thought – I got confused. I thought we were still at the the old man. No, no, no. Yeah. So in we're fact, in a, yeah, we're in a parking garage. And, in fact, I might have to pipe in this audio to give everybody the feel <laughs> of this scene because this, this, this scene was very interesting. Very 90s. Very 90s rap. So question, Talek is running for his life, but he decides, I'm going to run on top of cars instead of on the ground. Uh, poor decision by Talek because he's running across the hoods of cars look, with those giant Frankenstein boots on, <laughs> and then he leaps through a window. We don't know aliens, though. And they don't. Yeah, I don't know. They I don't know, know who they hired to method act out their alien, uh, uh, you know, pathing and everything. But I think they did a good job of this. But you're right. The alien gun, very cool. I yeah. love the ex- like the explosions worked because these scenes are very quick and everything. But I would have liked more of the aliens. Right. So now Jack is uh, getting driven home by Smith. Smith doesn't have a wife or kids, still driving a station wagon for some station reason. Wagon. Just playing what a sub-simp nerd this guy is. It's Houston, He chose for a fucking station wagon because he's like, hey, it gets great mileage. <laughs> and so he's dropping Jack. Jack's car was weird, too, because, of course, he had, like, the muscle car that every fucking badass cop has. But did you notice it was, like, a matte paint on it? It was like a black matte coat. I don't know cars well enough. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, I but, guess you don't need to know cars. But yeah, still, I didn't notice that. It just, it just, because you used to cars having a glossy kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. This is matte. It was, it was like, what's he doing? He's ahead of his time. Is it covered with primer? What the fuck? But he yeah, drops him off at his place, and he's like, "I'm taking this evidence because they have the fucking speaker with him." And Smith, of course, plays it by the book. So he's like, "No, I got to take this back to the FBI. I made it late. We can't do this. We can't do this. Why did I even drop you off here? Uh, I got a date." With my girlfriend, and I need to get dropped off here, even though she lives across town, and I'm going to beat up these white dudes in the alley. <laughs> I'm going to go full ball sack on them. No, I'm going to my apartment. I'm going to sleep, and I'm going to take this fucking disc over to the university in the morning. But, yeah, I got a friend at the university. Well, we have like a whole FBI lab. No, I have a friend at the university. So Smith invites himself in. He pulls a griff. Right. I smell booze in your house. I want some <laughs> of that. So they walk in, and Smith immediately... Is in awe. Right. He's like, oh, my God, is that original oil painting of dogs playing poker? He's like, you have class. I thought you were. I thought I was expecting a motorcycle, filth everywhere. Pigeons. Hearts, uh, pigeons, hearts made out of chocolates on your refrigerator. It's your place is clean. You have wine in a bottle with a cork, not even a screw on. Cap. Listen to this. Open floor plan as well. That's new. Feng Shui was off the chain. The he had the little hot tub from Little Tokyo in there. Yeah. He didn't even know how to describe the artwork. Right. Dolph had to explain that to him because he looks at the art and he's like, I never would have thought because he's expecting a TV. 
Right. Do you notice Dolph did not have a TV? Right. He had that artwork. I and just he, stare at the dogs playing poker. I just see new things every time I look. Exactly. You notice like a glint in their eye or something. He's like, it's just so. He's like, I can't believe I'm. I'm the guy who's all about books, and I just judged a book by its cover. Oh, Marie. Yeah, see? Little character development happening here? No, not at all. <laughs> and then the, Jack offers him wine. He's like, "This is look. This is this is actually from a, like a, like a wine cellar. This isn't from like fucking the corner store here. This is some great shit. There's a cork in this fucking thing." Yeah, and Smith swigs it. He's so disgusted. He doesn't smell. He doesn't <laughs> taste. He swigs it. He's like, "I noticed some, some, some subtle peach flavor in there." Yeah, I know. It's my favorite kind. So Smith fucks right off. He's just like, I got to go. Station wagon waits. <laughs> yeah, station wagon's running outside. <laughs> and so Dolph, left to his own devices, he takes the bottle of wine, and he fucking sits down at his couch where he has one picture of him and Diane uh, facing the camera that he grabs and turns to himself, and he's just like, Diane! No, he's like, I got to get my dick wet. So he does the old booty call, but he's nice enough to go to her place for the booty call. He doesn't call her over, so he is a gentleman. Yeah. But he's like, I know she hates me, but I gotta get my dick wet. So he rushes over. Hey, this to, is a very ball sack scene. Yeah. Rushes over to Diane's. He did ask, where was my walleye uh, you know, on the wall? And she's like, you never lived here to begin with. What my mounted walleye. So he just comes in. She slaps him. You have a lot of nerve coming here. It's like three in the morning and shit. I still want to fuck you, goddammit. And then it is yeah, fucking. She says, I want an apology now. And he undoes her top. And he touches her nipple. So can you at least remember my birthday? I'll think about it. He touches the other nipple. Honks fuck, her... I hate how I want your dick. <laughs> and then and he honks fuck. her tits and then we just fade out. Nice, like, erotic kind of scene. Yeah. Well, there was the rain, the rain stick where they turned it over and then they faded away. That's beautiful. Jake, I mean, it's good shit. Just, just tell me my birthday. <laughs> Not even like tell me you love me. Tell me my birthday. Just please remember anything about me. Jack, anything. he like sneaks out in the morning. Doesn't want. He's like, ugh, ugh, you know. Yeah. Gets back. Gets in his his car with the matte painting on it. <laughs> gets home. Finds out his door is open, and he's like, I always close my door when I leave. That's strange. Yeah. Sees the places now. Now it looks like a real cop's place. Shit everywhere. Motorcycle there. He didn't. This, a- this looked like Philip Mar- Marlowe's place from mm-hmm. uh, the Long Goodbye. And he's like, uh oh. So he's skulking around. He's thinking that the perp is still in his house and everything. Right. And this is where Smith pops out. Hey, I just welcomed myself in here. I wanted a little bit more of that wine. I don't know why you need this voice. I don't know. Don't why. know why. Nothing close to what they guys. Nothing close. Like. Nothing close. But he would. He he. Of course, they're cops, so they're pulling guns on each other, right. and you know there's a little bit of a jump scare. So we're here. getting, but we're also getting a little bit. Can we trust Smith? You know, that's because we don't know where he's coming from. We know that he goes by the book, which already tells you well, you can't trust this. Smith guy. told us he came back here to get the disc, right. so he was here right. to just take the disc, but the disc wasn't there. No, he said he was there to pick up Jack. They were because he was going to go with him to the oh, university. Oh, okay, okay, because yeah. the disc was still there. They right. did take it together. You're right. right. But before we go back to the university, Murray, well, back. Go to the university. Transition scene, so we need to see our aliens. Right. 
Exactly. So we see a woman working on a car. I'm already confused. It's, like, it's an 80s hair metal video, right? Yeah. I'm like, woman? They don't know anything about cars. What is going on here? Teased up hair that's pulled back. She's yeah. got like, she's got the, the, uh, the, 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 what do they call that? The jumper or something? Jumpsuit, yeah. The ju- she's got the jumpsuit on, but for whatever reason, you know, she's got it zipped down just enough so you can see the cleave, and she's just wearing the brassiere underneath it. Brassiere, yeah. not a man. Yeah. Zier. She is a woman. Yep. She is a woman, after all. So she's working on the car. She's just, like, grinding out on things. Not just a hood. She's not a microfile. She actually is ratcheting something. Right. She's making it look like she, she knows what she's doing. Yep. But remember, she's a woman. And then you hear that fucking call again. I bring you peace. And you know what that means. She's going to get milked. <laughs> and sure enough, I, he rips open the... the I, this is an R-rated movie, so I'm like, all right, we well, see some tits at least. Yeah. No, he just, he's like, I don't want to see your tits. Yeah, we're all I respect do- you. We're already done with tits, by the yeah, way. Yes. Yeah, no more tits for this movie. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to pump you full H and suck out your adrenochromes. I couldn't figure out the white coming in or the white coming out. It No, it was kind of like a golden brown when it came out. Oh, it was a golden brown? It, it was almost like, about like a nice nice beer. Okay. And he's, he's, so he, he milks her, and then he's done. Back to get, Jack. To get the knife to the head, and then we're done, yeah. We go to this university. I don't know what university. This is probably the university the, the nerds, the Revenge of the Nerds went to, <laughs> because we have this insane guy working there. Yeah, you know you know what? He was a little too quirky. He definitely was a nerd, yeah. and he definitely was not a raping. Yeah. And he's a screaming. He's like, hold on a second, Jack. Ah! And the screams. Well, didn't you recognize the scene? We talked about it earlier. Well, not the scene specifically, but Breaking Bad. Turn the whole episode <laughs> out of the scene. Yeah, because he is making lab coffee, which I think we've seen in a, a couple movies. This, oh, maybe so probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because we see like we see all the apparatus that you know, we see in every mad scientist thing. Yeah. But he's like he's brewing tea. They're not, slow- uh, brewing tea, brewing coffee. They're slowly building up to it. So we're watching the Rube Goldberg system of chemi- chemistry happening here, and then he sips on it and he's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Then he's got a table full of pills that he's just taking. Apparently. Yeah, because he's like with Jack's like, well, this guy's a fed. What the fuck? He's because he got. Fucking coke, fucking pills, everything. He throws it into a drawer. Oh my god! He's like, why didn't you tell me, Jack? He's like, no, he's okay. He's cool. Don't he's, worry. About he's pretty cool. And of course, he put his Quiznos away because he's like, I don't want the squares knowing about Quiznos. Right. Quiznos. Is he's for making a- his own mayo, also in a lab thing, <laughs> just dripping out. I wasn't slowly. gonna bring that up. Uh. Anyways, so of course they're like, what is it about the dance? What is going on? And of course Smith notices it, and it's like they they've made like their own monument to it. He's just fashioned this overnight, like this right. super secret chamber for it. Electromagnetic chamber, And whatever. so the disc is just sitting in there hovering, spinning yeah. at some crazy RPM. But it's playing some great fucking Talica. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. true. Oh, shit. He's You're like, going to Black Album. Yeah, this is, I, I told you. this. You album, said good. No, I told you this is the Black Album. This CD is the I Black Album. I know you did, but you said good Metallica. Well, I'm just saying. Well, for, for what they were, for them. Mm. So he's like, look, you fucking idiots. This is a magnetic. All, it's, not only is it the greatest metallic album ever, it's also a, killing, a killer magnet. Yeah. What he ends up explaining, Murray's having a little bit of trouble with this. So we know the ICP song where they say magnets. How the fuck do those work? We learn. This is the scene. So we're not going to tell you because me and Murray, we're not scientists. 
So we're, please direct this episode and Dark Angel to the fat guy from ICP because he will learn what a magnet. Yeah, there's Shaggy, Two Dope, and fat Violent guy. J. Yeah, fat guy. Yeah, Shaggy, Two Dope is uh, is the fat guy. I think it's the opposite. You think it's the opposite? Yeah. I I've been to his house, so I should know. And you told me it was a tastefully done house. It was incredibly you were, tasteful. You had a Jack and Smith moment. You were expecting Halloween in the USA to vomit it in his house. Exactly. And it was like, wow. It I was a s- beautiful family house. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and, I, and like the guy told me, because it was a total jugulo. Jugulo? Jugularo? It, it was a total jugulo, but the guy was so fucking... Look, I don't give a shit how ridiculous <laughs> you look. As long as you're kind to other human beings, guess what? I fucking like you. Wow. That... That human lesson we've learned from Griff. So he goes, look, idiots. Did you bleed on my notes, by the way? There's like a blood spot on here. What? Yeah, there's like a little red. Let me Is see that the... blood? Let me see. My God. First of all, it's like a dot. He's making it look like I had a nosebleed all over. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Probably from you. All right. So Brucey, he's like, this disc, it no, it's all the magnets in the world, but it can tune ourselves because we're electricity. Very David Lynch line there, right there. It's like, so this disc could be tuned in to any electrical current. It's a homing device. Like, he could shoot this, track it to your magnetic field, and make it kill you. So, like, oh, this is very powerful. All right, so we're going to take it for the feds. No, you're not. I need to do more tests on it. And Smith is okay with it. Yeah. So, well, he learned that Jack has class. He's been to Jack's apartment. So now they're thawing. The ice is thawing. Like how you said that, yeah, the ice is thawing. So they go back to Diane because there's more bodies popping up with these strange fucking bullet holes, bullet holes, quotation mark, in their head and in their chest. So they're like, like Diane's a coroner for the city. So like, what's going on with these bodies? And she's like, get this shit. This isn't a bullet hole. This is a puncture wound in their head. Yeah. And he's like, what? what? This could have been Shugar from No Country for All Men. And they're all. Every one of these bodies, they're connected. This is the same MO. Uh, excuse me. How can you explain that? Because the other ones had, like, CD slashes across their necks. These guys just have weird punctures. Uh, look, Diane's my squeeze. I know we're on the rocks right now, but she knows what she's talking about. So, like, all right, thanks, Diane. Let us know if you come up with any information after that. So they walk out, and some guy's like, hey, FedEx just sent this to you. They're at a hospital. They're not at police headquarters. They're not anywhere Jack would be. But somebody just happens to have a delivery for him. Are you sure they're not? I thought they were just at the fucking police station. I thought so, too. But then I came back to it, and I was like, this is just like a completely separate place. Okay. So it's very strange that this scene happens. It's like, Jack, I got a... Somebody FedExed you something here. They opens it up. We lied because we see some titties here. Opens it up. Mm. There's a picture of our man Victor, and some side Vic, ass. Victor Manning. Some long back, excuse oh, me. Uh, that's sad because he's in Brazil, and Brazilian girls are known for having big asses, so there must have been some booty shortage going on in the Wait, 1990s. Maybe he was trying to fucking trick off. Oh. Anyway, it's our man Victor Manning, who we never see again for the rest of the movie. Yeah, we really don't. <laughs> like, I don't. Uh, never mind. I'm sorry. And he's with two Brazilian babes, topless, and he's got, hey, wish you were here in Rio. Fucking Dennis Miller showing up again, babe. <laughs> and he's just like, damn you, Manning. 
He's his DaCosta. He hates this guy. Yeah. And, of course, he leaves a note like, hey, I can't drop in and fuck with you, but my man Warren's going to pay you a visit soon. And that sets Jack Kane off. He's like, motherfucker, I'm about to raise some Kane right now. And in some parts of the world, that means that chicken strips. That would have strips. been a better title, Raisin Kane. But that's a chicken strip place. I'm just saying, Dark Angel sucks. And Dark title. Angel does suck. It's awful. So he's like... I think we got to lead Warren because they don't know what the fuck they're because his instincts are going nowhere. He's just basically stumbling in the dark. Yes, but you're right that Smith is starting to buy into it. So he's like, oh, you got another instinct? Let's follow it. <laughs> so they hop in his station wagon and he's like, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? He's like, I think you should let me drive because Dolph is in the passenger seat. And he's like, oh, uh, no, nobody drives Bessie but me. I got the handle. I got the turn signal. And then all of a sudden. You see some white boys in the rear view. Because they ride a, a, drive a red Countach. Right. Because they're yuppie scum. This is exactly. the 80s. We hate fucking yuppies. They've got the psycho, uh, the, the Batman guy, Christian Bale. They've got slicked back hair. They're coke fiends. They, Patrick Bateman? Bateman. Wait, what? Patrick Bateman. Oh, that's the character yeah, from Yeah, American Psycho. Yeah. I've yeah. never watched that movie. It's overrated. It's over. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, and they're like, you know, they look like Don Jr., basically. They do. Oh, my God. And they got machine guns. So they start opening fire on our boys. So does, we, that, does that make uh, Wilson their dad or whatever his name is? Warren? Warren, yeah. And so they're trying to please him? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And they open fire, and we get a boring, like, chase. But oh, we do man. see Sam pulls out the Terminator gun with the laser scope out for no reason. That gun was stupid, and it was awesome. And you're expecting something awesome. And I like how they did this, because you're like, oh, Sam. Wait, Sam? Smith. His name is Sam Smith? No. His name is Arwood Smith. We learned at the very end his name is Arwood. Arwood but people yeah. call me Larry. What? Yeah, <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. So Smith jumps in the backseat. He's like, what should I do? What should I do? You should shoot at him, Smith. And so he uses that giant-ass fucking hand cannon and shoots yeah, it. It's the Terminator gun. Yeah. It is. It, you know what? I forgot about that. Yeah, it was very cool. And then they stop at Warren's. It's like, it's like because remember, they're drug dealers, but their front is their respectable businessmen. They're like the Costa. Yeah. And so they pull up. Jack's like, I got a plan to get in because there's no way I can get past those two guards. Smith reminds him, this is against protocol. Yeah, he's like, we have no search warrants. I don't need, my gut tells me I don't need a search warrant. He grabbed his dick and said, this is my search warrant right here. Search this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. And then he starts, and I like, you notice how, like, this was earlier too when he comes home. There's always a parking spot in front of his fucking apartment building. There's oh. a parking spot right in front of this high rise. And and Warren has 15 sports cars in front of right. his place. And so all the white boys cars. Yeah, he sets off all the alarms on it which brings draws a bunch of guards out cuz they're like, "Oh my god, is someone fucking with Mr. Warren's cars?" So he gets in there with a little bit of resistance, but it's just like two guards at this point. So he roundhouses both of them, hops in the elevator, Farts all over it because Dolph can't go anywhere without leaving a stench. Gets up to the executive floor where, of course, Warren's holding court. They're having a meeting because they're businessmen. He pops in with his gun just blazing. He's always got to have that gun out, ball sack style. Right. Just swinging his dick around, pissing on plants, marking his territory. He might as well have been walking in there with a Bud Light with a fucking Coca-Cola fucking label just printed over it. No, he had Pepsi. This was a Pepsi movie. Oh, he's a Pepsi Because there was, in the scene where the mechanic, she had a Pepsi cup right in full. Right next to the album she was listening to (laughs) because she had the full fucking LP right there in her toolkit. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. And so Warren's like, 
what the fuck's going on here? You busted assholes. He has no evidence. He's nothing. Nothing. He's he like, has nothing. Just the picture that says Warren's coming for you. But he's so confident that it kind of shakes Warren. And he's like, oh, really? Are you the one in charge or am I? And then when he says that, some white boys come in with, with Smith. It's three white boys. Smith being one of them. And he's like, what are you going to do now, motherfucker? We're going to kill your fucking partner. Uh, this is where we don't get Smith making a joke about his partner's dying. Warren hits him with, oh, did you need another partner? Because I know you go through them like applesauce in a fucking old folks home. That's a great metaphor. Thank you. That was that was off the cuff, everybody. So here's what you're going to do for us. You're going to make a drug drop off for us. Or we're going to kill your partner. And he's, he's, and then the fucking Dolph just looks at the camera, crosses his hands, hands tied. Hands can't tied. can't do anything. Hands tied. Oh so this God. is where it gets good. This is where the movie finally Excuse gets good. Excuse me? For five seconds it gets good. Oh, okay. Because we got to make the drop off. So he shows up <laughs> at, it was like a suitcase, luggage place. It sells luggage. What the fuck was this place? They show up at like a hotel or something. But yeah, you're right. It was just like this beautiful hotel first floor. But instead of having like a bar and like a piano or some classy shit, it was just suitcases. And we walk up and we see the back of like the, you know, the front desk guy. And you're immediately, when you've got a trained eye like we do, you're like, ex- wait, w- w- excuse me. I know that was Skull it, <laughs> receding hairline, long, flowing, over the shoulders, turn profile, Fu Manchu! <laughs> oh my god, Al fucking Leong! Yes, Al Leong again. Oh my god. Seems and like it's only been two weeks since we talked about Al Leong. I know, and this was a shock to both of us. And he was out of character because he was total geek. He had like a checkered button-down shirt with a tie on. Not good at all, but you know what, everybody? And we might skip ahead a little bit to do this, but Murray, I'm going to go ahead and squeeze this in because Eliong had fucking lines. <laughs> Let's hear him. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Don't be foolish. Tell the white boys to kiss my ass. And it's just important to get any Eliong line out right, there. Because you never hear him. Because you never get to hear him. So And he is the voice of a dark angel. He is he is the dark angel of this movie. Right. That's what they were alluding to. So they both have Kinchatashe cases. Dolph's got the heroin in his. Al's supposed to have the money, but Dolph opens it and it's empty. Oh, okay. And he pulls a gun out and he right. says Tell the white boys to kiss my ass. You know this. You heard this. But tell the white boys to kiss my ass. And then he just fucking goes out the back door into an alley. So Dolph very slowly just kind of lumbers after him. And he comes to a point where it's like, you know, the wall. He can't see. Like, the wall darts out to the right. And Eliong just collapses yeah, right you, in front you, of him. You think Eliong's going to get the drop on him because he's hiding behind. And then he just falls face first. And Dolph watches it. He's just right. like, whatever. I was going to do that anyways. But that's when uh, Talik appears right and he he's just about to i think kill uh kill dolph and while that's going on because they brought for some reason they brought smith with them the the white boys so they're in a car with smith right so they were parked out front they hear all the gunfire smith fights back makes his own escape 
No fight off. He just makes his own right. escape, and he's get, he's trying to find Dolph for the hot tag. Right. And so Aztec shows up just as Talek's about to take on Dolph, and then all hell breaks loose. He starts shooting the lawgivers at each other. Fire's flying everywhere. Right. Important thing to take away from this awful scene, it's just a mess. There's explosion because their guns, they're super cool. They look bad. But, yeah, crazy. Uh, we have crazy no color. idea. what pro- Are there projectiles? It looks like this fire comes out of the It's guns. just an explosion. It's a Michael Bay explosion <laughs> gun. That's all it is. Or or you could go with the John Woo, but at least he slows it down a little right. bit. There were no doves in this alley. Yeah. And so they just chase each other off, Talek yeah. and Aztec. And they're like, what the fuck is happening here? But we know that Talek got away with the briefcase. He did. Okay? So that's the important thing to remember. Right. Did we even point out that, yes, Talek stole the heroin from the first one, too? Because he, that's how he's using... That's, he doesn't have his own heroin, people. He has to, you know... He's a, and he ain't going to pay for it. Uh, you think that aliens would have figured out opium at this point? No. 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 Or so, yeah, fentanyl. he's all about stealing drugs. Somehow he's got, like, a fucking police scanner. He got some, he, somehow he knows where drugs are going to be. Apple Watches do that. Okay. Back at the HQ, Smith is, like, complaining about the fucking disc some more. Because like, I think they went back. Did they, did they, go, they, didn't, they didn't go back, did they yet? This is the hospital, okay. I think. Uh, I, I got it confused, but whatever. They go back. They're talking more with Diane. And of course, they're you know they're trying to figure out why like the aliens are doing what they're doing. Of course, I, I believe at this point, Dolph is starting to formulate in a, like a right. whole thing about aliens, and Diane's kind of feeding into she it. She got the toxicology reports back, and she's like, "You're gonna believe this? They were that hole in the heart that was pure heroin injected in their hearts, and then they took because they." You know about what heroin does. It, it fucking makes it doubles your endochromes or what? What are they called? Uh, uh, adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. Which is crazy. Again, I'll remind everybody because children get adrenal, yeah. adrenaline rush. The adrenochrome. So right. adults aren't supposed to get it, but when you fed, feed them with heroin, right? You should know this, Q. Well, there's even some things Q doesn't know. Even oh. Q's got to do his research. Oh, okay. She's like, Her- We all know heroin's the best high ever. We've all done heroin, right? 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 And and then you know, he's like, well, this, explain some more. And she's like, adrenochromes. That's it. And then so Dolph's like, okay. He has an aha moment. He's like putting yeah. it all together. They've got to be aliens because no one else would yeah, harvest. Yeah, even though they look human, totally human. They yeah. have fucked up haircuts. They got milky eyes. I don't know if they've got cataracts. But they're still looking human. So, But he immediately goes alien. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I've never seen the CD technology before. And I've seen everything. I mean, like like other countries could have actually developed this. We don't know, but he knows. Because we why instincts. But we do get a quick cut over after we hear all about the endorphins and the heroin. We see Talek. He's at the park or some watery background. <laughs> he's by, yeah, he's by some uh, waterways. And he's prepping up like the little heroin vials or something. He's, he's got the briefcase he's, open. He's just admiring them. He's like, yeah. cause he, he's got like the little like coolant chamber on his fucking. He's got thing. a Batman tool belt on his wrist. <laughs> right. Yeah, I look kind of predator to me. Oh, predator. Okay. And he's just put, he's an alien. Remember? Yeah. Maybe they have the same technologies. Maybe they have like a trade thing going on. Maybe. Maybe he get. Maybe predators love this fucking adrenochromes. That's how they get high before they go hunting. That might be it. 
So he's like, I'm going to fucking sell. Shit. I'm going to make so much money off these predators. And he's looking at that heroin. He's like, puts the bag up, smells the bag. That's like, uh, you know, Back to the Future 2 where he finds the fucking sports almanac with all the things to bet on. That's it. That's that's it. He got the heroin. He's going to go back to his own place. He's going to be a quadrillionaire. So many Orlocks. So now, because of course, this scene needs to be here because we learned from Diane what he's doing. So now we have to. They have to show us. They had to affirm to the audience that Diane and Jack's suspicion that you know alien technology might be involved right. here. So Jack leaves. Smith has been hanging out by the payphone. Right, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on? You're not aliens. It's aliens, man. Lizard people." And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I knew you wouldn't believe me. It's aliens. So he's, well, can we go back to Bruce and get that disc? I really want to get it checked out. Yeah, I, I, want make- the, I want some real professionals to check it out, not your crackhead friend. So they go back. Bruce has got a big-ass shiner. He's got the steak on his eye. They're like, what the fuck happened, Bruce? Uh, some uh, fucking gumshoes who look like your flat top square headed buddy yeah, over meanwhile, here. Meanwhile, no payoff for this scene. We never know, learned what happened. No, in this there scene. is. There is. There one hundred percent is. Oh, I don't remember it. Yeah, I know you don't because I can see it in your eye. I read eyes. Your instincts are good. Thank you. Oh uh, no, uh, because he says, "Yeah, your friend over here. They look just like him. Square head, flat top, no personality." Two eyes, nose, mouth. Mm-hmm. White. He didn't need to go there. Cracker. So they, this, so Bruce fucking got robbed. Got to go to... Who's Malone? Malone? <laughs> we go to Malone. Captain. Oh, Captain Malone? Okay. Yeah. What does he do, Griff? Well, no. For, before we go see Malone. Malone is uh, 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 Jack's captain. So they need to report to him. For whatever reason, despite being about aliens, Jack's like, I'm going to tell Captain Malone all about the aliens. Yeah, he'll believe me. He's going to get 18 weeks vacation. He's my guts, but he'll believe this story. But because we're going into transition, Marie, we've got to do another quick cut. It's been five minutes since we've seen an alien. Cut to a party store. we got guys hanging out, as like losers do. They hang out at the party store, bother the guy working there. Hey, one of those was a cop. Well, he was a security guard. I don't know. He was Barney Fife. And he's he's looking at a Flex magazine, like ogling these guys, oiled up guys. And they're just shooting the shit. And then Talek shows up. Of course he does. Because he'll take the endochrome. I guess you want drug addict endochromes because they really got the shit in them. Because so, this guy looks like a crackhead who's like hanging out with the, the guy working there. yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, man, what the fuck's going on with you? And then he's like, he says it again. Well, one of the guys even said, like, there's this crazy dude with pure white hair and fucking white eyes coming around just fucking murdering people. And then Talek shows up. He's like, that's the guy. Pisses himself a little bit. Drops his men's magazine. Yeah, because I think Talek kills the crackhead and the guy working at the thing with with the CD gun, right? Right. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to drain. I'm going to juice the, the, this flex. He thinks flex he's going to juice him. Yeah. So he's getting ready to do that. But no, Aztec's got the Apple Watch going. Oh, yeah. So he shows up. He starts firing the fucking automatic pistol weird fucking gun. Yeah. Lawgiver. The, the lawgiver. The Michael Bay lawgiver. He says incendiary rounds. Yeah. And then he just starts blowing up this fucking party store. And so we're thinking in this small enclosure that 
uh, Aztecs finally Aztecs finally had to get an edge on uh, Talik, but no, somehow the tables get turned and Azic suffers an injury here. Yeah, he gets shot somehow. I don't remember how. I don't remember how either. But he's fucked up. Talik takes off, fucks off again, runs with it. He's just there's constant uh, scenes of Talik running with a fucking fireball behind him. Exactly. Awful. So he gets away. So transition over. We're back over to Jack. He's back at headquarters. He's telling Malone, aliens, look, brother, I know this is going to sound crazy. Aliens, endorphins, adrenochrome. Endorphins rise to the top, brother. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking? This thing is about to lay, lay in to Jack to get a call about that party store explosion. Yeah. Like, we got to check this out. So they go over there because it fits the, the, the MO of all these giant explosions happening around Houston. Yeah. But by the time we get there, fucking EMTs, the a, uh, the fire uh, squad. That's what fire we call department. It. Fire department's there. The FBI are there. The fucking police are already there. And somehow Malone's already there, too. Right. Even though Malone was just there and they were just leaving, Malone's there. But this Actually, is, I think because Jack and Smith stopped off for a quiz. That's... Mm. You know, and it takes a while, but it, when you need you want, to do you, your best detecting, if you want quality food, you got to wait for it. Yeah, exactly. And when you need to detect things, you need that quiz. Right. Yeah. And he demanded that they restock the pepper bars. Like these will not do. <laughs> so he was even an hour late. So they show up. <laughs> these will not do. Show up, and Jack's like about to go under the tape. Like uh uh uh, you cannot cro- do not cross this tape. I'm Jack Kane. Are you pulling rank with Jack you're, fucking Kane? You're on vacation, Jack. Fuck off. Oh, uh, excuse me. And then Sam's like, don't. Uh, Sam. Now I'm saying Sam. It's Smith. Smith. Smith is like, don't worry. I'm a fed. Uh, there's Switzer right there. Swizzler's over there. Check it out. And he's like, and then they're like, no, no, you can't go through either. And Swizzler's like, come on. Come here, boy. And then they, they like, like, they're like, nothing happened here. Nothing happened here. Yeah, Malone walks over. Like I said, Malone's somehow already here. He walks over to Jack. He's like, you know what, Jack? I need you to fuck off. You know, that, 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 that vacation I've been telling you about? You're on it. You're on it, buster. So get out of, get him out of nose, Scott. So the Diane shows up. She is the coroner. She's got to examine these bodies. And they're like, no, 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 no. Even you can't go through here. So she sees Jack. She's like, Jack, what the fuck's going on? He's like, you know what? Why don't you quit your job and come with me? Yeah. Go Just home. Give up your life for me because I'm, I'm going to be on vacation. I need somebody to fuck for the next two, uh, eight yeah. weeks. He simply said, my dick feels a little dry. I want your moist-ass mouth all over my cockles. Wow. See, he knows how to, He knows a good blowjob when he, he knows sees it. He, he don't like the cat bath blowjob like, <laughs> like Griff does. And so, so he's, he's, she's like... When you know, like right now, I'll quit my job right now. She's such a doormat. Everyone's such a sub to fucking Jack. It is. It's the. It's depressing. She's like, I'll go back and get my sexy lingerie. And she just fucks off. Yeah. Smith comes up. He's like, "What the fuck's going on?" You know, we need to. He's like, Smith simply comes up and he's just like, "Look, Jack. What you need to understand is that the FBI is doing a really good job here. They figured it all out." All we need to do is sit back and help them out. And Jack's like, uh, my instinct tells me, right. fuck them and fuck you. Are right. you telling me you're with one, with them? Right. He's like, you see these here? These are ostrich skin boots. Only guys who follow their own rules wear ostrich skin boots. All right? I'm a maverick. 
And I'm a guy who dots the I's and crosses the T's. I'm higher than you. I make three times as much as you. My hairline's better than you. And you know what? It wasn't really. No, it wasn't. You may have five feet on me, but I can get it wet. You can keep it wet. And that just stuns Jackson. Jack just walks off. He's like, fine. He gets in his car to leave. He's a three, he says, strike three. We forgot when strike two happened. Maybe he just went straight to strike. Maybe he doesn't even know what baseball is. He's just making up the rules. Because he plays by his own rules. He's like, that's strike three. What about strike two? There is no strike two in my big game of baseball. Yeah. Gets in his car. Maybe it was a foul ball, so he just knew. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. And then we see in the back seat, Aztecs there, and he's bleeding all over the place. You know, it's you know, he's bleeding the stuff. Have you seen the movie The Stuff? I think maybe Mike made me watch it. Was, it. it was just a substance people found in the earth. They said, it, hey, this taste, they tasted it. This tastes good. And they started selling it. And it turned out it was this creature that like attacks your body. This guy's bleeding the stuff. Question. Uh, NPR did a thing about movies that were futuristic that took place in 2022. Soylent Green. Yeah. Is that a good movie? Uh, it's okay. I mean, I, we it, probably should do it this year because it's just 2022. Oh, you, think, you think it'd be fun to do? Maybe, yeah. I mean... I'm just curious because it's like one of those movies you hear name-dropped all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it. So, he's bleeding the stuff all over fucking... He's like, careful! That's fucking suede! Because he loves his suede. We see he's got the suede jacket on. Mm. He's like... And then while he's about to bitch out Aztec for messing up his car, Smith comes. I keep wanting to say Sam now because of your fucking ass. Smith comes what did in. I do? Wait, wait, what did I you do? You called him Sam, and now I it's stuck with me. <laughs> I don't even remember calling yes, him Sam. Yeah. Anyways. So he's like, and another thing, mister. And then he's like, hey, buddy. And like, what, what, what the fuck? This guy in the back of your car. And he's pulling out his coat. He's like, no, this is the cool alien I told you about. He's bringing I mean, his, hair, his, his hairline's worse than both of ours. Yeah, exactly. He's kind of hot. And then we see Aztec. He's, he's like, I'm an officer. What you call endorphins, we call it It's the most priceless Spice Melange in the universe. You can't. You have to stop, Talik. If people find out how sweet your adrenochromes are, your planet will be destroyed by every intergalactic drug fiend in the world. Please promise me you'll stop him. And then Smith's like, hey, we got proof at least. Look at this cool gun. And he's like, we got the body. They'll believe us. And then all he just says that. He, he went fucking low pan. He started shooting out white <laughs> lights did. from his eyes and his mouth. He low panned it. He low panned. Wait, <laughs> is low pan an alien? He, he was a ghost, maybe. One man's Chinese god <laughs> is another man's alien. Right. Oh. And then he just kind of popcorn fart explodes. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, really sad, yeah. You know, you definitely don't want to drive in that car anymore. The farts no, are just fucking not. bedded in those well, seats fuck, forever. Suede's ruined with all that stuff Ooh, all on it. Suede on the inside. And so they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? We don't have any fucking proof. Well, I got this giant gun. Now, Smith's got this gun. He's like, I can't wait to kill somebody with this fucking gun. Well, yeah, he's a cop after all. FBI's are still cops, everybody. Yeah. And so we got this. I'm going to go to Switzer with it. No, let's keep I'm going to do my job. All right, Jack? He already gave him a strike three. Right. So now what he's doing is, uh, is Jack is ejecting him from his life. Walk, mister. He didn't even do it with a John DeHart walk. 
He just said walk. He's like you disgust. My instincts tell me you're a bitch. Yeah. And it's, he he runs back. Switzer, Switzer, look what he I got. runs like Steven Seagal over to him <laughs> with like wrist limp, flipping hands, like he's treading water or something. It's awful. And Switzer's just there with a the little grocery bag. Well, no, there is. We got to point out there was a scene. We don't have to, but I'm going to point it out. Okay. There was a scene. He's like, yeah, you're going to go to your boss, and he's going to give the old story about breaking a few eggs. Murray. I No. <laughs> to make an omelet. Look, as, as they said right. in the Hive song, you can't make an omelet without breaking a couple of eggs. And song. so, you know, cause that's the little back to the shadow for a shadow. Back to for shadow. We haven't done this in a while. Back to for shadow. So then we have a little clandestine meeting between Swizzler and, and and Smith. Clandestine isn't that a horse word? No, it's a that's a I'm making the I'm using the proper word. What's the horse? I have no idea what you're talking about. Are there, there a breed of horses called Clydesdales? Like, Clydesdale. Yeah, my oh, grandpa fuck. loved Clydesdales. He had a lot of like little statues of Clydesdales. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah, what horse. is it, what is the thing that's your equivalent of Clydesdales? What do you mean? Do you have something? Like an animal? No, no, no. Like just Shouldn't like some, something you collect that someone will walk in and be like, "Why do you collect that?" Because that is a weird. If I'm I sure. S- I'm sure I do, but I can't think of it right now. Oh, okay. So I don't want. I already. Know, I want to get through this. Episode. I already know mine's the Grand Brothers on the wall. Okay. Like okay. anybody who walks or Bart Oates as well. <laughs> Because they're just like, how, why do you have so many sexy? You're straight, aren't you? Why, don't, why do you have so many sexy men? That is the wall? first question people ask me when they walk in my house. Are you straight? <laughs> There's a lot of sexy gentlemen. Well, what, what did what did your lady friend say? Because she, you know, she's got the she's got the fucking Apple Watch gaydar. She's got the Apple Watch gaydar, and yeah. uh, she's like, you're stupid. Okay. Yeah. And so they they're they're having a clandestine meeting. They're at like a they're at like a fountain. They're like in Vegas now. There's a fountain going. There's always a fountain. When anything hot is going down, there's got to be water involved. We know this. Anything fucking we like for- oh, shady. Oh, I forgot. We, we forgot. Not we, before. We, no, we talked about it slightly. We did a good job of no, kind of. No, no, no. But before Aztec died. He said, if you want to yes. find Talek, you have to go where there's a waterway. He literally <laughs> said that. So even aliens do dirty shit on the dock. If you want to find Talek, think of Golden Globus. Think of where villains hide. Think of the waterway. So even alien, and that's the one universal that touches all life forms. We well, all do our dirty work. Why are we doing Golden Globes Theater? Because we know it gets out to the aliens. Right. Yeah, yeah. it does, because it just goes out there. We're trying to We send... got a giant fucking, like... Uh, satellite. Satellite that <laughs> shoots it. Is it a satellite? I thought, what's the thing they called it that's on the ground that shoots out the... Oh, I think satellites. Well, satellite, okay. yeah, it's supposed it's like to be a disc. atmosphere. I don't know. Satellite yeah. disc. Satellite dish. That's what it is, Tim. God damn it. <laughs> giant satellite dish that's shooting out... The sweet goodness of Golden Globus Theater. Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, because we know if the aliens are intercepting Twitter, they're like, these fucking humans need to die. But if they intercept Golden Globus Theater, where we welcome everybody. Right. We're guaranteeing that we will never be served uh, how to serve men. And it'll, be, it'll be literally they want to serve us. They won't yeah. be like eating us. Like we just, Twilight Zone we just need to kind of balance uh, Jack uh, Baudelaire. 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 Uh-huh. And his men novelist with the women novelist. And, uh-huh. and we're all set. We've got every base covered. Yes. I think. So... We, we we learned instincts are king because as uh, Switzer Switzer like you did a good job, boy. We're gonna have, we're gonna reverse engineer this shit. Pats him on the head, gives him a little pat on the bottom. Says, "Yeah, we're into that around here at the FBI." And then he's like, "Oh, thank you, sir. Hey, what's that over there?" And sits he, him down. 
Yeah, and then uh, Smith looks away. What, boss? What? Did you see uh, a quarter in that? Fi- I think I see a sack of Jawea quarter over Make there. Make a wish, buddy. Yeah. And then as he's doing, he's like, "Oh, really? I love sack of Jawea." Pulls out the gun, puts it up to uh, Smith's head, and then bam! It's our boy Jack. He followed him. He's like, "My instincts told me." You get a nice western whistle. And it's fucking Jack. And he has the great like, never trust nobody. Kane Manual, page one, chapter one. Okay. Who starts chapter two on page one? Fuck you. You're dumb as shit. This line is awful, but whatever. It motivates Smith. Smith grabs his badge and just throws it in the fountain with dead Swizzler. And they're like, we need to kick some ass. So they head to the they where's the nearest waterway? Where is the that nearest? way? They're in Houston, so they're near water. Well, are they using are they using Jack's instinct again? Does he just like lick his finger like yeah. a golfer and hold it to the wind? He's like he goes that way. Salt, it's ocean. Salt, water. it's Houston, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Houston's kind of far from salt water. Isn't the Gulf of Mexico salt water? Oh yeah, I guess it that is like southeast of Houston, right? Yeah, I thought I thought we thought Houston was near on the Gulf. That's yeah, why they yeah. always get hit by those fucking hurricanes. Yeah, shit. yeah, okay, uh, okay. I'm thinking of something more inland. Yeah, Houston is kind of close uh, to the ocean. But anyways, so they head out to the abandoned building by the wharfs. Of course, and immediately they're walking through. There's a couple jump scares. There's an abandoned building. You see the water. You hear the fucking waves. You and they're just like, is that a suitcase over there? There's hobo fires everywhere. Oh, well, yeah. Then you see one drum that's got the, the Kenji Tashi case with the, all the bags open. I can't even imagine the creatures that are lurking around because we know we know in California the Zerthers leak. They're just lurking everywhere. We don't know what's going on in Houston. We haven't talked to uh, like Anthropus Chris in a Chris while. Chris lives in Texas. So he yeah. would know about all the yeah. creatures there. So. We'll have to ask him again, like, what what's going on in Houston? Because there's definitely some mythological beast happening here. Right. There's some zo- cryptozoology happening here. But then they spot the suitcase, and very much Dumb and Dumber, they just kind of like, oh, that's the suitcase. They're about to grab it, and then Talek shows up. Starts, it just pops out. Starts Michael Bay in it. They, oh, they Might as no well fight. have been a lights-out moment, lights-on moment. Dolph's like, I got this. And he just starts roundhousing Talek, and Talek no-sells every single kick. And then they start like shooting at Talek. No sells it. Why? Why was Talek running from Aztec? Because he gets shot by, by the gun. Aztec's gun. And does nothing to him. He just yeah. runs through it. So I don't know why he was running from fucking Aztec. So uh, Talek gets his moment. He busts out the fucking laser disc. Laser disc gun. The CD gun. He hits. Smith with it, and right. Smith like sells the shit out of it, right. but it. Well, doesn't... first Smith can't shoot because of course he's a pussy. He doesn't know how to operate the gun. Uh, yeah, because they have a safety. On it. <laughs> call back to Big Trouble in China. Safety. Yeah, good call. And apparently, there's like four settings. They're all the same, by the way. But there's four settings on this well, alien it d- gun. D- determine how fast it shot out. Oh, okay. I put it on X four, buddy. So there is like a semi-automatic and automatic. Well, that's what he this? said later in the movie. He right. says I put it on four times. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he gets a glancing blow by the fucking CD disc. He goes down, and uh, this is where uh, they get it settled again. Smith gets another shot. He lands a shot on fucking Talek. Talek just disappears in a ball of flames, but it did knock loose his adrenochrome wristband. Yes. Because it's because it's held on by Velcro. Even, like... 
you can have something that important. Don't use Velcro. Straps. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Velcro is a technology of the aliens, and yeah. so an alien came down and gave us Velcro. Yes. So your dad's shoes are actually. Alien technology. Yeah, Think about I, that. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Every time we fuck, you always, guys make fun of me, but like I'm like ahead of you guys. You're the hippest of all. Yeah. Like you're so far ahead. Anytime we do like a dad joke, we do the Velcro rip. It's right. we're actually paying homage to our alien brethren, which right. this episode is dedicated to. Because we're probably children of aliens you think about you think so. Yeah. Well, let's not get into that. Oh, okay. So they go back to Jack's place to lick their wounds. Jack. Puts a Band-Aid and kisses the boo-boo on Smith's arm. And they're like, we got to go kick some ass, guys. Get my duster. It's like, so they go into the closet. Jack's closet? Jack's closet. Okay, Jack's closet. Hey, this one actually fits me. It's like a varsity jacket. And then Jack's like, yeah, I wore that when I was in Little League. Why are you keeping your fucking Little League varsity jacket? He's, I don't know. He's just glory, living the glory days. Like, Again, I, I peaked at 12. He loves... Oh, you know what? That's the better joke. We'll, we'll stick with that one. So they're ready to kick ass. He's got the brand new suede jacket They're on. cocking shotguns. They're yeah. cocking dicks. They're, they're cocking, cocking pistols. They're doing the Steven Seagal cocking the pistol by pushing <laughs> on the front of it. That happened. He did that. And as they're going to leave, Diane's cocking blocking them because she's like, hey, I got my bags. I quit my job. Oh, yeah, baby. We changed our mind. That's not happening anymore. I'm sucks that you don't have a job anymore, but I got a job to do right now. So Smith butts in because Diane's trying to talk back. He's like, look, ma'am, I need to explain this to you as an FBI. He gets a fresh one across the face. Right, because she she's obviously intimidated by Jack, so she lets her aggression out on the, on the simp. And he loves it. He's yeah. just like, whoo-hoo. He's like yeah, this simp, the cocking that's happening here. You know Smith's going to be there as a third wheel on their vacation, their fuckation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's going to be, be filming it. He's going to be cupping the, 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 the wall, the door, whatever. He's going to be listening in. He's going to be filming. He's going to be jerking to all of this shit. So as they're walking out, the white boys are out there with their machine guns. So they get into the vestibule of uh, his apartment complex. They open fire. It's like, oh, my God, the white boys are back. But then, out of nowhere, fucking, of course, Talek appears. Well, cops show up first. Oh, cops show up first? And this is how I knew it was Houston, because it says Houston police on the thing. Oh. And then they start shooting at the white boys, and the cops start shooting at each other. Okay. That's what you do. You just start shooting. Well, yeah. And then Talek shows up, and he fucking- Stand my ground. Which, by up. the way, as we've learned at this point, I come in peace as alien for I'm standing my own ground. Yes, that's the, that's the literal translation. We've learned this from this movie. So Okay, so the police have showed up first, and they say, hey, we're standing our ground, a.k.a. an alien. Uh, sta- uh, we come in peace, but right. we got guns and we're shooting at you. Talek shows up and kills both of them. He kills the white boys and the cops. The, our boys jump into, uh, I think, Jack's car, take yeah. off. Talek starts running after him Terminator style. With well, he gets in his own car first. Well, no, I th- no, he chases them first, and then he jumps in the cop. Oh, okay. Car. Jumps in the cop car with the door ripped off because the fat cop like knocked the door off when he got shot by the the alien gun. And of course, Diane sees uh, Talek in the review mirror, and she's like, "Who is that guy? Some alien asshole from outer space." <laughs> I wish, I wish that wasn't how Dolph delivered it, but that's how Dolph delivered it. I think it. you had a little too much emotion. In oh, I did. I read. We get a dull car chase. They go through a mall. They do a, a fucking Blues Brothers and go through a mall. Blues Brothers, uh, Invasion, Invasion USA. USA. But not as exciting. It's not exciting at all. 
Uh, Talek's killing some cops along the way. Everything's going wrong. And then uh, a car gets blown up. Talek's back on foot. So our heroes are heroes. They go head for the abandoned Sparks factory. Yep. They they get some uh, headway here. They go for the first Sparks factory they can find. And they go, and this is where we're going to have our last stand. They're going to figure out a place for Smith to hide out to get an, a clear shot. Right. They have the wristband, the uh, adrenochrome wristband. They're right. like, we're going to leave it here for him in the clearing for you, Smith, to take a crack right. shot right at him. Yeah. So Smith's got the high ground. They're they're all they're all hiding. It's like it's like a, a factory where like management is, where they can look down on the the floor. So they're hiding there. Uh, Talek comes in. He senses like something's not off, but he sees he's that sweet adrenochrome. Oh yeah, and he needs it. And he's fingering it, and he's like, I'm going to buy myself a jacuzzi. And then our boy Smith jumps up. Oh, oh it's a battery. God, it, yeah, it was run. It runs on fucking uh, five, not six, five double D batteries. We're the only planet that uses even number batteries. By the yeah. way, isn't yes. that weird? But we sell them odd numbers. That's the thing. It's That's like hot dogs and buns. What the fuck? Isn't it weird when a battery company is like, "Hey, we gave you the fifth one for free," and it's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> So the gun is like his limp is fucking his dick. So Talek sees that. He he fucking Incredible Hulk jumps into the fucking office that they're in. Yeah, that was that was a good jump. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And uh but our boy Jack's got a shotgun, so he's like pumping him full of lead. Yeah, it's very uh Terminator 2 reminiscent. Yes. And then they just go, let's run. So there's this, this long-ass catwalk they're running across. There's flammable barrels. Like We they might just... <laughs> as well have been in face-off, right? Yes. Catwalks everywhere. Yes. No doves, though. No doves. They're knocking over barrels full of oil that are there for some reason. And so and then they're shooting it, explosions. But we... They're trying to slow down Talek. But yeah. they're not. He's, he's this Herman well, Munster yeah. in it. He's doing flips. He's, he has watched Hard Target. I don't know how, but he's watched Hard Target. He's like, I've got the mullet. All he's missing is fucking earrings and a fucking great name, Chance Bordeaux, who was in our last movie for some reason. Right. They catch up to the, uh, I mean, Talent catches up to them. There's a little scuffle. He throws uh, Smith off like a balcony onto a car. Catwalk, yeah. There's a car for some reason inside the factory. Why was there a car there? Was it their car? No, I think it was just a random it car. It was just a random was car. I saw a random car. I was, yeah, okay, anyways. So he goes crashing in the car. He's completely knocked out. Talek grabs Diane because that's his leverage now, and he needs – wait, did they get the wristband back? Yeah. Somehow he looked in the wristband, and the adrenochrome vials were not yeah, in it anymore. Right. That's what it was. It's sad that we come into these episodes without <laughs> remembering the details <laughs> and just remembering the details hey, as we're doing that's it. That's for the listener to do, do yeah, your yeah, research. Yeah, really. So he's like, oh, oh, are you looking for these? And then he shows up. It looks like it's a chaw spit inside these little vials. It did look they were They were vile vials. Wait, so he might have been satisfied with just like a spittoon of tobacco backfire. And then like all of a sudden, like this super scientific alien like goes feral. Like, I can't. They have, a, they have a standoff. There's they jump a, down to neutral ground. Down. Okay. They're, 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 they're having a standoff. They got guns pointed at each other. Yes. Jack puts down his guns first, and he starts backing up, and he looks down at a pipe that's, (laughs) like, at his nipple level. And it's jagged. Nothing subtle about this at all. Nothing. He stares at this pipe for five seconds. And so he notices that, and then he puts down, he he crushes one vial to piss off Talek. Right. Then he takes the other three and puts them down, like, by the pipe. So you're like, what? (laughs) This is a horrible plan. It was awful. And then he just runs off. 
He runs away. Talek shoots one of his CDs at him, but he came prepared. How did he have? Was the speaker? I, I it must no have been fu- in his car. I have no fucking clue. Because yeah, because Jack has the speaker. Apparently, that can stop. That's the only thing that can stop these CD things is the speaker. So it hits the speaker. Talek thinks he's killed Jack because Jack's like off. Well, yeah, Jack, like it punctured the speaker and then goes, oh, I'm dead over here. Uh, I don't know what that means, an alien, but oh. And the alien, Talek, buys it and he's so excited to get his three vials and he's fingering and he's rubbing them on his nipples because that is the one thing that's consistent across the universe is that nipple uh, rubbing is pleasurable. It's universal. It's universal. So while he's rubbing his nipples, he's distracted. So Jack does a roundhouse, jumps out of nowhere, roundhouses him. Uh, Talek's like, this looks like time for a roto-rooter. Shoots off his, like, toilet snake at, at Jack. Yeah, I hear your plumbing's backed up. Jack is struggling with it. He's, like, wrestling with it. Yep. And it, it, this is a big fish. He can't reel it in. He just can't fucking get it under control. He can't puncture the chest. He can't suck out. He can't infiltrate him with the heroin. So he reels him in. He's like, come over here, boy. This is playing in a Mortal Kombat, which was out at the time, too. I win. So he knows two sentences now. He learned I win. <laughs> Fuck you, spaceman. Yeah, yeah, when I put in the quotes, it's literally the line <laughs> from the movie. I win. Fuck you, spaceman. Jack turns the, the rotor around, stabs Talik in the neck with it, and then groundhouses him, falls back, lands on that pipe... At least they sold the pipe and then gave us the pipe. And then fucking Talix, he's in agony, he's confused. He says the only thing he can say. I bring you peace. And you go in pieces, asshole. And then he... What happened? Does he just die? He doesn't explode, does he? Because Aztec exploded. I don't remember. I don't remember him exploding. I think he just disintegrates. Well, whatever, he low-panned it. He low-panned it. He turned to white light and disappeared. So they all meet up. They all, you know, hey, man, how about we go to Rio and fuck around with Manning? Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Freeze frame. That's it. I don't get any Dolph fans. I don't. I couldn't. Yeah, if if someone said that was my guy, I'd be like, have you ever seen any other action movies? Yeah. Yeah. Dolph, so far... Been a complete zero. No. Showdown in Little Tokyo was not good. No. This movie, not good. No. The aliens. Even. Well, apparently we had a little bit of an abrupt ending there. I'll get that fixed for next week. But the important information is in order to win Bloodsport 2 next week. And then keep it warm.